This is the Rick and Bubba Show. The views and opinions expressed by the show are not necessarily those of the staff and management of this radio station, but they should be. It is six minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba Show from the Rick and Bubba Broadcast Plaza and Teleport Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler here today. Uh, we'll take your phone calls. The real Greg Burgess on the phones right now. Uh, so you can get in and calls are standing by. We'll get to your calls. Uh, I know a lot of you responding on what we talked about last hour. We'll kind of recap that and then jump into your phone calls. Hey, welcome back. There's Bill Bubba Bus. There he is. Glad to be here, Rick, and thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba experience. Talking about Turkey and the Kurds and President Trump and, and uh, this, uh, this spawned a call uh, from Darnell out of Oakland, California, who served uh, uh, our country as a Marine, he said, for 10 years. And uh, he made some comments uh, that uh, at first we started off talking about the Kurds, and then, as Bubba mentioned, as we've mentioned many times on the program, is if you look back at, at our most successful uh, war effort, it, it would have to be World War II because uh, it was an all-out victory over those that were trying to take over the world. Uh, we then helped rebuild those countries. We still have military bases located there. And I don't think that either one of those countries, Germany or Japan, uh, would say that uh, you know having us as allies now is something they'd like to change. I mean, we're responsible for the defense of Japan. Now, Germany's a little more on their own now, right. I think, but we, we have Japan totally. So Darnell basically said that the attitude, of course, now at one point he didn't want the Kurds to have genocide committed against them, but yet we shouldn't interfere in other people's business. So I, I don't know how you can – you really can't have both. But, but I, was, I was trying to understand his point, but I, I did not see the logic in it. I think what we got from Darnell when it was all said and done, he thought the show was based out of Indiana, I guess, which made us less racist in Darnell's eyes. <laughs> but, but when he realized that we're from Birmingham, he immediately began to insinuate that somehow that because we're from Birmingham that we are racist, which uh, uh, I appreciated that, Darnell. That wasn't offensive at all. But, but, but anyway. I mean he's a – yeah, racist well, if he just looks at us on what region we're from and considers us racist? Well, now, remember, black people aren't allowed to be racist, just oh. only white people. Okay. But anyway, so uh, so we, uh, we, 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 we just uh, – so Darnell's view of us um, – And then the language got out of hand. Yeah, then, 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 he dropped an, then he dropped an F-bomb. Okay, and we, and we I had, was actually listening. When I, okay, I was wondering what was going on because yeah. I didn't pick up the whole thing. Yeah, and then, he basically said that we blanked over Germany and Japan. Uh, okay. But now keep in mind, still wants us to stand and help the Kurds. Now, I'm not sure – uh, I mean, okay, if, 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 if we don't win wars and give the Kurds territory, I mean... Rick, look at this. But, I, I, <laughs> I can give out simple grades. Look, you never want to go to war when you have to. No. You go, you go to win. It's it's a terrible cost of, of life on both sides. But I think the way it all ended up today, we have to give A for the effort in Japan and A in Germany. Um, you know... The Korean War, maybe a C minus there. You know, nothing got done. Uh, F in Vietnam. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, if you're just going to give grades, how we how we manage that? Right. You know, the in in the Gulf War, we could certainly. I think the grades still out on that. It's it's not looking anything higher than a C right now. Yeah, and I would say, to, and that's the politicians, not the people who fought it. The people who fought it got A's. Well, and, I, and all of them, and all of them. Yeah, I go to Darnell and just say, Darnell, honestly, the President Bush. And then as you go back to World War One and, and the Europeans, they followed what you wanted everybody to do, and that's why the Kurds have nowhere to go right now and may be eradicated as a people because we didn't win the war and say, here's, here's how it goes now. 
and we we're removing our presence from that area and and it's led to chaos you really can't have it both ways i mean you have to do one or the other you got to be the policeman mm-hmm. or you got to go home there's no in between there's no in between yeah. so and uh and anyway so and I, and and so i appreciate your call and we were trying to deal with it then then it took a turn so i, I apologize darnell you you seem bitter and angry and i certainly don't want to uh, to continue to fuel that fire, we yeah. love we we love you, man. We want to have a conversation, but um, let's get uh, to the military. And, and I will tell Darnell if I am a racist, I'm not a very good one. No. Uh, let's go to uh, which one, Eddie? Is that mm-hmm. right? What Greg said, mm-hmm. Eddie. Eddie, uh, who's retired military. Eddie, go ahead. Welcome to the program. Eddie. Wow, great build up. It was Eddie. Me? Yes, yeah. sir. Is your name Eddie? Mm, Andy. Andy, Andy, okay. Andy, Andy, from Andy, Andy, go ahead. Yeah, I'm a retired lieutenant colonel, Army, 26 years. Thank you. And uh, Darren's kind of, yeah, no problem. Uh, Darren's a little uh, mixed up, or Darnell. Yeah, Darnell. He, uh, I was in Iraq in 04 and uh, worked at the core level and tried to help <clears throat> and spend some time with the Kurds up north. And... You're exactly right. Rick and Bubba are exactly right that we have to maintain a presence because in 2009 when we didn't and Obama pulled us out in 2009, 2010, we saw ISIS emerge. We already knew that there was a problem between the Shia and the Sunni when we got in there. Uh, The Kurds is is a third faction. And we should have stayed there and maintained a presence. We wouldn't have had ISIS. Uh, it was a mistake to pull out. Do you think the president's the, making a mistake same, now? I'm sorry. Yes, I do. Uh, I, 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 I don't agree that the Kurds need to take over more territory. I know they would probably like to expand. They have never been recognized in northern Iraq by the Iraqi people. Uh, we have acknowledged them. I spent time in Erbil up north. Uh, they're good people. The Peshmerga are, are awesome fighters. These guys are one of our best allies in the Middle East next to the uh, Israel. And, and we don't need to go and, and pull out completely away from them. Do we need to try to rein them in and keep them under control? Yes. The only reason that Turkey didn't really attack them is because we have maintained a presence in northern Iraq. Turkey has always wanted to come in and attack them, even though they're, they're our ally. We need to know, you know, where the lines are. We are trying to, like you said, be the police force in that area and keep everybody happy. Uh, do we need to stay there now and, and protect the Kurds? To an extent, yes, we need to keep a, a presence there. Uh, when I was there in 04, it wasn't the Iraqi National Guard. They were originally called the Iraqi Civil Defense Corps, just like the Japanese Civil Defense Corps. Okay, uh, I saw the comparison between World War II and what we were trying to do over there. I saw it get broke down in May of '04 when the embassy folks showed up, and their idealism and attitude was whole, completely different. And uh, they wanted to stand up in Iraq and have them look exactly like us, which is not what the people wanted. They wanted to have a parliamentary-type government and wanted to run things their way. And that's what we were trying to do, 
until, like I said, May of '04. So, Eddie, uh, can can you can you touch on? Of course, Turkey is a fellow NATO member who we are obligated to help defend by treaty. Um, what is their beef with the Kurds, and is it justified? Uh, it goes back centuries, uh, just like with the Iraqis. And it got to the point where, you know, you can't dismiss the, the point where it was Saddam went and gassed them after, you know, back in the 90s and 80s. They, they I, I'm not exactly sure what it goes back to. It's way before our time. But the bottom line is the Kurds own a lot of premium real estate, a lot of oil fields and stuff up north there. They, they, Increase the airport in Erbil to make it try to make it an international airport. I mean, they're good people, the hardworking people, and we don't need to go and abandon them at this time. Yes, like I said, they don't need to expand territory, and we need to kind of rein them in and say, look, you know, we got rid of ISIS, Syria is done. Let's give it back to the Syrians, pull on back, pull our lines back, and then stay established where we're at. But if we go and abandon them, you're going to run into the same ISIS problem that we had back when when Obama was in charge. Thank you, man. I appreciate you calling. Thank you for your service to the country and your insight on this. It, it seems, and like we were talking about before, both both things have problems. It seems like when we pull back and we leave an area, it just I, I think you try to create that stability over generations, like we've done in Japan and Germany, and you see how stable they are. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Everybody, Semper Fi, do or die, hold them high at eighth and I. Got to restart R. Lee Ermy here. Hey, you had best be listening to Rick and Bubba. Don't make me have to come over to your house, knock your door down, and drop you down for push-ups. Just get that knob adjusted. Right now, sweetheart. 21 minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Uh, we did find out in the break that uh, our new friend Darnell from Oakland, California, has called and apologized, said he didn't mean to use language on the show. And he said, as straightforward as anybody could, I just never seen anybody from Birmingham before. So he's uh, he's <laughs> now watching go. us. Uh, and Greg said, almost like you would go to you know kind of examine you know, like maybe you were, you know, just watching a new culture. I think Darnell, if you'll just hang with us and get to know the show a little bit, I think you'll love us. Mm-hmm. So uh, I appreciate your call back and, and no, no hard feelings, man. Totally, no big deal. Thank you for apologizing for the language, and hopefully, uh, you'll enjoy being part of the program. I love this new technology. Now we can go out to places where a radio affiliate would have never put us on. <laughs> so, uh, so Darnell, glad to have you in the loop, and just keep watching. I think to know us is to love us. Uh, all right, so let's talk about this last weekend, uh, Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, uh, episode four. This started uh, four weeks ago, and we now put that out over the weekend. And uh, this past one, we interviewed uh, really on the anniversary in 1973. It happened on October the 11th, and uh, we were interviewing Calvin Parker on Thursday. And then, of course, on, on over the weekend, it was it was released right on the anniversary uh, within 24 hours of the anniversary, so that was kind of cool. We didn't even plan that; that just kind of happened. Uh, so, those of you that uh, that listened to that interview uh, got some of your comments over the weekend and some of your feedback. Uh, Bub, it was uh, we we had interviewed Calvin before, so it wasn't like it was all brand new. But 
it was interesting to talk to him about some of the updates. Yeah, it, it was. And, and just to get to spend a little more time with him, uh, very intriguing. Uh, it's one of those landmark things that happened in our culture that, um, you know, it's, it's, I think it's UFO intervention number one, Rick. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't know where you go from there. It's, uh, it's interesting. And I, like I said on the podcast, I, I think something happened. I don't know what it was. I don't no. have proof. I can't prove no. it. Uh, but I think Calvin Parker is being honest, and something happened to him and Charles Hicks, and we just don't know what it is. Well, we to, can prove. To, and, and I don't want you to think the Rick and Bubba University podcast. You know, we've done a profile on Eddie Van Adler in the middle of all this too, when when Mike Leach canceled on us. But but you know, we're it's going to sound when you hear about this week's episode that we're going down a certain road. But look, it's going to be. I, I mean, I'm talking just like the our, our show is where Seinfeld was a show about nothing. Uh, the the big show every week is a show about anything. This will also be the nature of Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. It's just a different format where we can kind of unpack things in greater depth. But when I say this next thing, you're you're going to think we're trying to get Greg to listen to the podcast <laughs> because we're going from Calvin Parker to Bigfoot Bob this week. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, we are interviewing a man who goes by the the name Bigfoot Bob uh, and has YouTube videos, and he wants us to know that really where we live. Uh, there is a tremendous amount of Bigfoot activity, and uh, so he's been he's been researching it for years, mm-hmm. and so we'll interview Bigfoot Bob this week. And the way that he came on the scene with us is kind of strange too. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. we'll, we'll yeah. cover yeah. that. Yes, it is. I know, and it, it sounds a little bit like coast to coast right now. I got that. I but got it's you. Just, you know, yeah. we have to we have to just deal with things as they as they bubble up to yeah, the top. Sure. Right I mean, here it is. So. Just just when it's getting weird, we'll drop another profile. Yeah, in. sure. <laughs> you know, and yeah. uh, so we'll profile another member, and and we're we're seeing the kind of things you guys are wanting from the show. So we'll we'll work on that as well. So hopefully you enjoyed it. Um, and it was, uh, you know, some of the new stuff that, uh, that really has come forward in, in, uh, Calvin Parker's new book. And, you know, he's had another, he's had another hitman. He's been hypnosis. He's been through hypnosis again. <laughs> Hip- mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you saw me run up on it and stop. Uh, so that's interesting. And, uh, and again, you know, taking one thing that I took away from this interview that I did not know, and if you haven't heard it, go listen to it. Cause we won't be able to cover the whole thing is I didn't realize that the other man who was allegedly, well, that experienced what Calvin experienced, that's a better way to put it, uh, Charles Hickson, Charlie, mm-hmm. uh, that he went on, tried to go on like a little speaking tour or something, and uh, and Calvin didn't. He, he, he really just wanted to go away because he thought it was going to mess him up with the new job he had. He was getting married. He didn't want to bring that into his marriage. He thought, you know, somebody's, the woman he wanted to marry, I mean, his future father-in-law may come in and say, you're not marrying this guy claims he was abducted by aliens and, and all this. So he really was trying to keep it down home. But he said that, that, uh, that Charles Hickson had made some claim that he had taken a rock from that area and that every time he rubbed it, these aliens came back and talked to him. And, and Calvin said he just didn't believe it. He kind of thought Charlie was trying to be sharp and threw that in. Mm. Oh. And uh, So that was interesting. Yeah. I, I'd never yeah, heard that I'd, before. I'd never heard that either. Yeah. So undoubtedly that was just to make the speaking – who were just a little bit spicier, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. But but Calvin Parker said he he has no recollection of them having a special rock. He, he, thought, he thought Charlie might have thrown that in, but <laughs> but I like that he Who took knows? it on. I mean, he, he didn't just you know start saying because that also to me gives it more credibility that he would say yeah that didn't happen. But this is the the picture that is on YouTube right now uh, is showing that he said the, that the craft looked like it was shaped like a football. So there it is, and this is the 
henchmen or whatever these robotic type creatures were that came mm-hmm. to carry he and Charlie onto the ship. Uh, that's really kind of what they were describing, what you see there. That, yeah, if you if you heard the interview, you listened or watched the podcast. Uh, let us know what you thought about it. Yeah. Right, so. I know we've had him on the show for an hour. Then y'all did the podcast, but more on book two and the new witnesses and mm-hmm. all that that's come forward. So, in your opinion, we know that Calvin Parker think, that believes honestly that something did happen to him. Mm-hmm, yeah, okay, yeah, uh, that's that that's without question. So, and these witnesses that have come forward and said they saw this spectacle and this light and all this kind of stuff happen. Mm-hmm. Where, where are we landing on this then? I mean. Well, again, as a staff, where where are y'all on? Well, well, Bubba and I talked about it in Rick and Bubba the University, the Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. Well, I mean, because there's still people. That's yeah. the beautiful thing about podcasts; you yeah. can go walk, listen to it any time. Yeah. So don't spoil that if you haven't seen it. But no, I, I mean it's fine. I mean, because there's not everybody will hear what we're saying right now. You asked a direct question, but yeah. But Bubba and I talked about this. I really do believe. I don't. I do. Here's what I don't believe. I think that's easier, don't you, Bubba? Yeah. Let me tell you what I don't believe. <laughs> okay. I don't believe that Calvin Parker is making up a story. Okay, I don't right. believe that. Right. Uh-huh. Now, do I believe that these were beings from another planet? I don't believe that either. Uh, just in my own personal beliefs, mm-hmm. uh, and I and I actually really spent some time on that this weekend, trying to look at it from a biblical standpoint and all that. But uh, but I do think that he, he something happened to him, and I don't know what it was. Uh, I would lean that it came from a spiritual dimension, not from a, another planet. But but I don't think he's making it up. Bottom line. And we kind of talked about some of that. Yeah. I, so I guess, Speedy, what you're saying, if we have to just list possibilities here, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. Um, you have we're, – we're, we're saying he didn't make it up. We're taking that out. Right. Okay. We're saying That's what we something happened. We don't know what it is, possibility. He either had an encounter with people from somewhere else in our galaxy, in our time, in our space. He had – Interdimensional travelers, which might be demonic. Um, he got drugged by somebody and and had a grand delusion of all of this. I don't know what else you could have. Maybe, in, you know, you would put fell, hit your head, and dreamed it. All that in a he dreamed it. He, he went through that. But I I don't know how Charles Hickson had the same dream. Right. You know, I don't know. Phone calls are next at eight six six. We be big. We'll talk to you about it when we come back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. We're back 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is your number. Uh, hey, I do want to point you to this. Now, I know that we've talked about this a lot on the program, and a lot of you have really enjoyed you know, finding out a little bit about your family. Uh, you ever wonder where your family comes from and want to learn more about the past? You can make that happen and learn about your story by combining uh, the uh, the Ancestry DNA test with billions of historical family records. Now, a family tree takes uh, you back generations, and the folks at Ancestry.com slash Bubba will certainly help you better understand your genealogy. Uh, they have the world's largest collection of online records. Uh, you could be from Sicily, Sweden, uh, you know, you don't know. I mean, you don't. You don't know where you. It's kind of cool. There's no other DNA test that offers such a unique interactive experience than what they have at Ancestry.com/slash Bubba. 
Uh, and you can take journeys over time following how and why your family moved from place to place. They've combined DNA results with over 100 million family trees and billions of records to give you more insight into your genealogy and origins. Uh, and, and what we like is it's easy to get started. You can join today and engage with Ancestry Family History by, by getting a free trial. And you get the free trial by going to this URL, Ancestry.com slash Bubba. And they'll give you the Ancestry DNA kit today, and you can discover your story. Ancestry.com slash Bubba. There's also a link at rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button. All right, to the phones we go. 30 seconds a pop, the largest number of people, and the shortest amount of time. At the end of 30 seconds, uh, your buzzer will sound, and your time on the program will come to a close. And then we'll move to the next caller. Lines are available if you want to get in now. Patrick, out of the great state of Alabama. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone troll. Patrick, go ahead. Welcome to the program. Hey, gentlemen. Uh, you got Turkey going at the Ottoman Empire, which was theirs many, many years ago, before World War II or World War I. That's what they're going for, okay? Okay. Secondly, aliens, hey, the Pentagon has declassified some documents. Look for them; they're online. It's hard to get, hard to find them, but you can find some documents about these aliens. What the Pentagon says about them. So you say the Pentagon has released records that show that there are aliens? Are you, are you trying talking to... about from another planet, or are you talking about from another country? What planet? Now these are the planets. Is he claiming, is, is he claiming that this all of a sudden we just released this and there's been no news story about it? It sounded like it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we, yeah, I mean, that'd that. probably be a pretty big story. <laughs> uh, we go to Scott and Leeds. Scott, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. 30 seconds. Go ahead. What's up, Givers? Hey, real fast. I've traveled the world and I've never met anybody similar to uh, Alabamians. So if Darnell thought y'all, Rick and Bubba, were from Indiana... I bet there's a bunch of good old boys up up north in Indiana that's just like us. You know what? Oh. I didn't think of that. <laughs> yeah, right. Really, that was an indictment on Indiana. Wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> we continue eight six six. We be big. Let's go to Chris in Wilsonville. Chris, go ahead. Thirty seconds. Hey, uh, I don't know if y'all uh, went to the race or anything this weekend in Talladega, but we were out there and. Uh, Kyle Busch was not a big topic this weekend. Nobody liked him at all. <laughs> if you, anyone was there, everyone was screaming "F Kyle Busch." Anyways, oh, wow. me and my buddy were walking up. Yeah, me and my buddy was walking up to the track yesterday, and uh, I thought it'd be kind of funny. So I said, "Hey, why's Kyle Busch crying?" And my buddy said, "Cause he just got dunked on." <laughs> Greg, did you go to well, Talladega and no, hold court? I didn't. I didn't. Uh, what the king of Talladega didn't show? Now I'm glad since it rained. Yeah, I know. Now why is everybody mad at him? Oh, oh, he's the guy. Sad. You know how he is. Yeah. You know how he is. Everybody knows that. He's been. He's just. He, I like him, but of course, <laughs> I would. <laughs> <laughs> we continue talking about dropping. We had to dump him on the air one day. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. He made Darnell look uh-huh. like a school. Guy. <laughs> I'm telling you. Even Darnell was offended. Yeah, he'd have been offended if we hadn't missed that one. Jeffrey and Gadston, Z ninety three. Jeffrey, go ahead. Uh, if you read the book, it says, "In the beginning, God created the heavens." plural, and the earth. That book is our story. Yeah, no doubt. You go, to Ezekiel, you go to Ezekiel and Enoch, it'll tell you a lot of other things, too. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And you also see that when Isaiah references something I saw over the weekend that said the earth was made for life. The earth was made for life. 
And uh, so, you know, it's it's pretty clear. I know this this thing we always say, well, you know, the earth, God might have done something somewhere else. And certainly he, he can do whatever he wants to. But, you know, you, you have to be it, – it, it seems to be when you read the book that, that this, this earth project uh, was, was a big deal. Was, was a big deal yeah. and, and a unique project. Uh, and, uh, and the earth was, was made, you know, for human beings. Uh, and, um, you know, the rest of everything out there seems to have a, a different play. So I don't know, but, uh, I, I, you know, the, the biggest thing at what fires a lot of people up about this, Rick, you, you know, this, they, mm-hmm. they look for those planets that are in what they call the M zone. In other words, they have a temperature similar to ours. They'd yeah. be about the same distance from their star. And you know, there's it looks like there's thousands of them. So they kind of play the numbers. Go, there's got to be other life out there. I mean, it, they don't have proof. They're just playing the numbers. Hey, it's got to happen again. Somewhere. Well, don't miss this. Now, again, there's still a biblical counter to this. Right. I want to be clear. Right. But don't miss either. A lot of a lot of your evolutionists <laughs> want us to find some form of life somewhere else, so they can say, see, see, that's just a little bit of life. See, life can can start from nothing. But then, of course, if you're a creationist, you come back and go, no, all that means is that God again created something somewhere else. Yeah. You know, so that it would still go back and forth. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think it's going to swing the spiritual pendulum one way or the other if we discover it or if we don't. Well, I always base this kind of stuff on what I know to be true and I, I believe to be true. And keep in mind, the adversary has got to come up with an explanation of when the ter- church is taken out. Yeah. Uh, he's also got to come up with some kind of plan to get a world war, a one world government, and two great ways to explain away if you're a rapture person, to explain away the rapture is alien abduction, yep. and a way to get a one world government would be the whole planet is at war with another planet. Yeah, it's and us versus them. So I tend yep. to lean this is more of strategy from the adversary than it is beings from another planet. You could see how that would fit right into the way it has to play out. And mm-hmm. and you say, well, why is his plan not going forward? And I'll tell you why, because God limits what he can and can't do. Right. So he may have some plan going, going over in Mississippi, and God come in and say, hey, stop that foolishness. And then you never hear about it again. Yeah. You know, so so anyway, uh, I, I, don't, I know some of you don't like that, but the Bible's clear. The adversary is allowed to do what he does under the limitations that are allowed him by God. See Job. See Job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we continue eight six six. We be big. Uh, let's go to Andrew out of Birmingham, Alabama. One zero four seven WZZK. Andrew, go ahead. Hey guys, I just want to let you know it's, it's Columbus Day, and uh, any of you know Italians or like Italians, uh, or maybe you want to venture onto a ship and travel to new land. <laughs> today is your day. Uh, it's, it's not St. Patty's Day. It's a different day entirely. Right. right. <laughs> the great Les Miles comment. That Les Miles mm-hmm. comment about Columbus Day is, is and that's it. He just gave it. He, he, did. he just he gave it word it. for word. And one of my favorite Bugs Bunny cartoons. Uh, we continue. <laughs> he goes to the New World. That is yeah. funny. And it's in Georgia. Around. And go ahead. About that hey, good morning, y'all. Um, with that last caller just talked about um, today being Columbus Day, a lot of the troublemakers in this country are wanting to call it. Indigenous People Day. Indigenous People Indigenous. Day. Of course, that's a very broad I, I, my statement. My left side of my face is uh, permanently nerve damaged. I can't talk real well. Um, I am Cherokee, both Eastern and Western bands, Crow Creek, Choctaw, and Apache, uh, Apache and Blackfoot. I have no problem with it being called Columbus Day. Wait a minute. Well, that's a lot of names. You what, that, that, that's quite See a family there? reunion I there. Mean, it is. Good night. Uh, Dave Cherokee and Choctaw. Your <laughs> <laughs> baby's a Chippewa. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, when we come back, I'm going I'm to tell you a bizarre story from the weekend um, oh boy. involving a friend of the show. And uh, I've asked his permission. It has been given. And he says he thinks this could be used to help others. Okay. And, uh, and I hope when you're trying to help and others. And some of this is going to hit home with you. And uh, so we'll. Uh, I'm ready. We'll be back. <laughs> 16 minutes to the top. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Okay, so um, ten minutes to the top of the hour, we're looking back over the weekend, and uh, and I think this will be helpful for some out there. And Bubba, you have actually have some experience with this, but nothing like what what I what I've heard. So we all know that um, you know we have uh, various friends of the show that are connected through different members of the show, and one of those is uh, is Mark Garnett. He's actually come in and actually guest host before yeah. when Bubba was was off. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I, I knew something was up when I was at a lunch on Friday with my wife and one of our sons, and I get a text from Mark Garnett that asked the question, are you and any of our other friends together right now, thinking we might be having lunch together? Right. And I said, no, we're not. And the minute I knew that he was trying to address us as a group, that, that this he's trying to say, I'd love to tell this one time. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, I'm actually with Sherry and, and, and Brooks and – and he said, well, when you get a free moment today, call me. And I said, okay. So, um, so I did. And uh, he, <laughs> said, uh, he said, buddy, are you, uh, are you ready for this? And I said, uh, yeah, sure. He said, okay. So he said, so um, he works for a, a company where he has to do a lot of presentations and speaking and all this. He said, I went to a local hotel to do a presentation for the company. He said, now, don't miss. I'm, I'm not traveling. I'm in town. And I'm literally going to go do this and come back and have dinner with my daughter, who's home, and my wife. And I said, okay. And he said, so Life360, of course, now, you know, we use it at home all the time. Like my right. Sherry will use it for things like she's making dinner, and she'll literally look and go, okay, here's where Rick is or whatever. Uh-huh. So here, yeah. uh, here's, here's how traffic's working. And it's very helpful. It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so, that. Uh, so his wife is doing the same thing. And she looks, and she sees her husband leave the hotel. And about the time that his car is supposed to be headed back toward the house, it completely goes in the opposite direction. And she's watching it. And at one point where we live, it goes all the way downtown, around behind the big arena downtown, to a graveyard back behind it and starts circling the graveyard. And at one point, even as it appears that he may have even gotten out and is walking around, gets back in the car, comes back out up onto the interstate, goes down to an exit, gets off at a shell station, and stops. So she immediately thinks somebody has stolen my husband's car or his phone right. or something. And so she goes to contact a friend that works in law enforcement and says, hey, this is what's going on. So they go to the scene. When they get there, uh, they find the car with tires burst. They find some other police already there. What? EMT and fire truck and our friend at the wheel with his face bleeding and completely passed out. So what? Mark, what? Do, do I have everybody's attention now? Is everybody with me? Rick. So, so, so the wife goes over and smells his breath. 
and comes back and literally says to our police friend, I cannot believe my husband is drunk and is passed out at the wheel, which infuriates our law enforcement friend who we all go to church with, and he begins to really get, get kind of upset with him and how have you done this to your family? How have you done this? Have you done that? And, of course, he is not coherent enough to say anything, but he keeps shrugging his shoulders like, I don't know what's going on. Well, now we have to backpedal a little bit. Now, this goes into a whole thing where he's, like, being told he needs to call the pastor, he needs to do all this stuff. And he, he said, I don't know what happened. I was not – I don't know what y'all were talking about. I don't know what happened. Well, Mr. Garnett does not have the healthiest eating habits, and he's talked about this. And even though he keep, tries to keep himself in good shape, he – he does not. He has not done well with his health, and so the doctors have also have gone so far as declared that he has his sugar has gotten so bad that he had just started taking insulin shots. Okay, well he doesn't really know about the the diabetic world because he's new to it. And, and one, you go you go off the scale either way. Yes. So you you have experienced too much or not enough. Your wife can be hypoglycemic, which is opposite of diabetic. So his daughter is a nurse, and so the next day, I mean, he's being lambasted by his wife, and he's like, "I was not drunk." And of course, they said, "Well, your breath smelled like you were drunk. It had it smelled like you've been drinking wine and all this kind of stuff." He said, "I'm telling y'all, I was not drunk. That did not happen. Do you think I would do that? No, when I was coming home for dinner, and you know, or and all this, so." He has to go through this whole ordeal of having to talk to the church because, you know, he serves in leadership. I don't know what happened. His face is all whatever. So then the daughter, who is a nurse or studying to be a nurse, said, called the doctors that she knows and started giving the symptoms. And they said, did his eyes look like this? Yes. Did his breath smell like this? Yes. He said he was in a diabetic coma. So, so he goes completely out because he had not eaten and he was pushing off eating so long. He passes out into a diabetic coma, and he says he has no recollection whatsoever of his car driving around, going down to this graveyard, doing this. Somehow he's coherent enough. He said, I obviously ran into a curb and busted my tires. I rode on the rims for a while. His, his, his head hit the steering wheel because it's bleeding. And, and so they – so, so I have said, what do you have a memory of? He said, the only thing I remember is going to the ER – and, of course, I don't know how they didn't diagnose it. They start treating him like he's somebody who's had too much to drink, and they don't do anything. I mean, he could, somebody could have died in his sleep, I mean, with these diabetic comas. And so uh, – I'm, I'm confused. If he had not eaten, does that mean this, that he, – did he go the other way? Did, it, did the medicine he was taking carry him into not enough sugar in his system he passed out? I guess. I mean, because I know that Betty passes right. out when when she does this, but I I can't believe the vehicle. But he said he said it's he said it's a miracle from God that I didn't kill myself, hit somebody else, yeah. run into something, and he said so. I'm just I'm lucky to be alive and lucky that no one else was harmed by me. And so he's he's going to see the doctor this week, and they're going to have to say, look, buddy, there's there's certain things that you have to watch because, and I taught some other people in law enforcement they said they've dealt with this before that they'll they'll completely pass out if they don't get their sugar right and we're at the wheel i mean i, I didn't realize yeah too much you pass out not enough you pass right out. and so, so he's gonna be uh, in the range he, he went on an adventure riding around in the car to the point the the, the does part, he remember getting in his car to begin with and, yeah and why did he turn and go he said you know he said he passed out he said the only thing i remember is getting in the car to go home 
And then I woke up in the ER with everybody shouting at me and my wife mad at me that I pitched a drunk and 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 a guy from our church telling me I need to call the pastor. Good gracious. Please That's don't miss right. that part. Don't miss he spends twenty four hours being treated like he's gone on a bender. And he and, and he and he's ho- and he's hollering saying, I did not do this. He has to call the pastor and go, I don't know what happened, but I'm telling you I wasn't drinking. <laughs> well, you know, I've already been contacted, I understand you. He I, he said, I, look, I, I I was not drunk, I'm telling you. So um I, I feel sorry for his Lovely and understanding wife, Lynn. He, well, he said it was interesting to watch her. He said she's sitting across from me. Of course, I have bandages on my head now. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, and she's going, I'm so sorry that I was so mean to you. I, I thought you had. He goes, is there video of them being mean to Mark? <laughs> Bubba, when, Bubba, when he just, just if, y'all knew, if y'all knew the guy from law enforcement, because he's a legend in the church. And he says that, that the scene, everybody says he has him, and he's dragging him out of the car. That time he ought to be ashamed of himself. Uh, he's embarrassed his, his Lord and Savior and embarrassed his family. Oh, really? And, and he, needs, is... he needs to get his act together. And how could he do this to all the people that, that have been so good to him? And he's trying to shrug his shoulders saying that's not what happened, but he can't communicate. It's, I mean, it's not, I mean not. hey, everything's okay, so we can chuckle. And certainly Garnett doesn't care if you laugh. But I asked him, I said, can I tell this story? He said, if for no other reason, tell it for other people who have diabetics in their family or hypoglycemia or what but each ends of the spectrum he said i've lived it now how how he was maneuvering that car around he said they look back on his on his history he said at one point i was just circling the graveyard just driving around i, I now is this with <laughs> did he have tires at that point <laughs> he got on rim somewhere headed over to the to the shell station mm. and there's and, and it people had called the police because they said there's a man passed out at the wheel here and his face is bleeding and he said that right here on his forehead is the imprint of the steering wheel. Good night. Can you believe that? My goodness. It's called uh, ketoacidosis. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. So he's going to – I didn't know you could keep functioning at all, though. And he said he doesn't remember any of it. Well, because, like you're saying, go back to when everybody's trying to find the car, and, and in their mind, like you're talking about, they pull up and they think it's not going to be Mark there because somebody yeah. has stolen everything. And it's somebody else. When he described his wife, it's him? when he described his wife screaming to the guy from the church, "I cannot believe my husband is drunk," and and he gets in trouble. He goes twenty four hours in a lot of trouble. Wow! Until he gets start trying to get proof that that's not what happened. Top of the hour, we'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America. Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Like a DJ over there. A DJ working that old CD player, isn't it? Uh, all right, it's, uh, we make our way back. I put in a request uh, for Mr. Garnett to call the show, but I don't know whether he can or not because he... You know, but it, that was the uh, he wanted to, and now we're getting a lot of email of people saying they have loved ones, and he's got to learn all this uh, that um, that have to check their sugar before they start driving at any time, and and all that. So, um, so we'll see. But um, what a Rick, crazy story! Yeah, so I, I I don't know if we can. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's it's a thing for sure. Yeah. Because, oh, there's a lot I of mean, it is. Out. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm. I'm sitting here looking at at some text messages from people in the medical field that said, "Hey, we we've dealt with this before." And the second you said he was diabetic, they said that, "Hey, they believed you uh, because they've tried to subdue some people that have had this episode, Rick." And they're very, some can get violent, real violent. 
Yeah, well, there's people like it's it's breaking the heart because that that Garnett had to be at one time was ostracized as being someone who had completely gone against his family, his faith, and everything. And really, he was just he's like they they said all he would do was shrug. You, they start asking him how much you had to drink, and he would just shrug. And he, he doesn't remember any of that. So well, and they said that when they're in these comas, if you smell their breath, yeah, it's a fruity, fruity smell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're all one step from stupid, Rick. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm telling you. Well, what it is, he's new to this now, and he's going to have to learn how you function with with this issue. And, I could have uh, seen him dragging him out of the car, though, Rick. Gosh, now, now let me tell you, you're close. This Bloody. is this is what I want to say. And scolded him at the same time. If you knew the man that they sent down there. And and picture. Surely there's a camera on some corner somewhere. And, and, right. Well, yeah. I'll take grainy in the distance yeah. image. Well, <laughs> you know, he's at a convenience store. They're, it's on figure somewhere. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, this is news at five if it gets out. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm just telling yeah. you. You've got the big accountability guy from church, and he's got the other car, and he's, he's trying to straighten you up, and he's all over you in front of everybody. Your wife's stomping and screaming, my husband, look, what has he done? <laughs> and, and, you, and if you know the you couple, shrug if, you know, if you know the couple, if you know the couple, it makes it even better. They, yeah. they are they're a lot of fun. <laughs> they are. <laughs> I said, well, what was it like? Because Greg, I, I know we've talked about this. I said, I hate, I, I'm, I hate what you went through. Mm-hmm. But what was it like to get a whole day of your wife apologizing to you all day? Because I got to tell you, it was pretty nice. <laughs> Man, I hope he recorded. <laughs> but it was. Uh, but as you have bandages on your head and you've been through the shakedown. You know, I think I would milk it a little bit too. I'd, I'd have my bandage, and, <laughs> yeah. and things started going right. I said, "Well, let me get to it because I don't want you to think I went out and got drunk or something." <laughs> I'd keep bringing it up. <laughs> <laughs> you know me. <laughs> yeah, you got to watch me. You know, the uh, I'm just lucky to be alive. How about he really is straight up? That's yeah. just what he said. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that, that is uh, <laughs> so. And you and, and the both of you were like you te- now. Bubba's looking back. They were like texting about his new health challenges Tuesday. Tuesday, Tuesday, right, right before this happened. Yep. Look, when I look, I, I, I you well, know, friendship. I think I can mark that off my list now. <laughs> well, when you look at friendships, <laughs> the minute he asked to address us as a group, I thought mm, something big is coming here. This is a big story because he's trying to just tell it one time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I kind of want to know what he's doing for lunch. Well, today. now let me tell you what's funny <laughs> is his daughter has just gotten engaged. Congratulations to to, yeah. to his daughter and and her husband to be. So they had a little engagement. Welcome the new couple. Uh, not far from the house. So, of course, you know, you're sitting there. It's funny how it goes back and forth. Certainly you want to go over and tell the couple congratulations. His daughter's a wonderful woman of God, and, and so is her husband-to-be, too. Just the, the kind of couples that you just you won't see more of. But but And I want to say that I was going over there totally to support them, but I really got up from the ball game and went over there because I had to see what Mark looked like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, I mean, I was there for them as well. Yeah. But but when, oh, here he comes. So when I okay. see the damage, oh boy, buddy, I, Mark Garnett, you're Mark, live on the air. Right? Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. How are you? Well, Good night. you know what? I don't have a bandage over my head. No, no, you don't. You're not. Apparently, you're not in the Revolutionary War with the drum and fife and uh, Mark and marching in the corps. <laughs> yeah, I, I've told the story at, at, with your permission, um, and I, I was just talking about coming over to celebrate your daughter and her husband to be that uh, you know that celebration. And I went certainly to support them, but I must admit the intrigue to see what you look like was strong. <laughs> well, sure, absolutely. Um, yeah, you know, it's always it's it's literally you know it's it's. Uh, it's bottleneck at a car wreck, and so uh, in this case, you just happened to be at an engagement party. Yeah, and Greg wants to know what it was like to have an entire day of your wife apologizing to yeah, you. Yeah, man, that's <laughs> awesome. 
um, that was, you know, that was an interesting little tactic. Uh, I, I didn't see that one coming. And, um, and so, yeah, it's been a surreal week, you know, and, and, and when you really, when smoke clears, I'm obviously, I'm thankful to be alive. I can't believe how merciful God is, how gracious he is. Um, it, it, it was a stark reminder that life is precious and, um, you know, we've got to take care of ourselves. And, and, you know, you and I joked a lot about diet and about, uh, or lack of, and, and lack of concern about health and, and this and that and so forth. You know, it, it jolted me into the reality that I've got to watch what I eat. I have to watch uh, the medicine I take. I have to be careful. I have to monitor myself at all times. And, and that's, that's really, you know, it sounds like common sense, but I think a lot of people with what I call uh, uh, silent deadly diseases like diabetes and hypertension where you don't really feel it. Um, it's easy for it to go unchecked. And so the lesson I learned was don't ever take it for granted and check it constantly. It's so weird Mark, to hear you be responsible, by yeah. the way. <laughs> Mark, can you, can you tell us a little bit about when you came to and they were shaking you and getting on to you? <laughs> well, you, you know. Shaming were, you, uh, wouldn't that be the, the term now? <laughs> yeah, shaming shaming is the right word. Um, and, but you know what? To, I mean, to their defense, man, it just that's what exactly what it looked like. It looked like a guy out of control. And then, you know, hey, we're just glad this idiot didn't kill somebody. Um, you know, Lynn, you know, Lynn stuck her head in and she was like, oh, my goodness, you know. Um, and, and so, uh, you know, that I don't really remember a whole lot about that. In fact, I can only remember like an image or two. But I do remember, you know, laying in the ER and, and some of the conversation there. And then, and then, of course, it was a dandy the next day, uh, the conversation, until we started putting the pieces of the puzzle together. And, and then all of a sudden it all made sense. Mark, do you, do you wear any kind of, uh, you know, ID for uh, blood sugar issues, a bracelet, I, necklace, uh, have it in your phone or something? I do not, and, uh, and that'll be something that I'll be, I'll be doing, Bubba, because that's a great point. So, uh, did the paramedics yeah. come and everything? Uh, there were, apparently there were five police cars, a, a fire truck, <laughs> uh, and paramedics. <laughs> so, the, so the EMTs and, didn't catch it? They did not. Wow. Yeah, well, you didn't, and, and your family's new to this, so y'all really didn't know what to tell them. That's not the first thing you guys thought of. People have been living with this for a long time. We're getting a lot of emails about that now. They they know about it, but this is kind of a new journey for you, and and boy, you learned you had to learn quick. Well, the you know the point is though, like with me, I've been you know I've been a borderline diabetic for years, and then I, I went full blown about ten years ago. Um, but I've never tripped over into what I think most, you know, most endocrinologists or, or internists would say is dangerous territory, which is where your A1C starts to climb. You start to be put on new medications, you know, insulins and, and injections and so forth. And that's when it's kind of a game changer. And, and, and so, I, you know, again, I think at every step of the way, it's so critical uh, you know, to really understand what's going in your body, uh, the medicines that are going in, how they're interacting with other things. You know, I take a lot of vitamins and herbal supplements. I got to be careful with that now. I got to go get all that, you know, kind of monitored and figure out what I got to kind of, you know, put in and take out. So, uh, so yeah, it, it's it's just one of those things that you got to be on top of it. And I think it's easy not to, like I said, because there's so many, you know, cholesterol, hypertension, diabetes to a large degree aren't something you feel. Um, and so I even know people that, you know, don't take their medicines like they should, don't take their insulin when they should, don't, you know, feel, they feel okay. So it's kind of like when you're, you know, you're on an antibiotic and they say, take it for seven days. Yeah. You stop taking it after three because you feel better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is everything okay with you and all the relationships? <laughs> uh, I believe so. 
Yeah. yeah, I hope so. Did you? You know, how did that phone call go with the pastor? <laughs> uh, it was uh, it was a dandy. Um, <laughs> it, it was uh, it, it was it was quite the call. And and you know, at the time, I, I told Lynn, I said, I'm not. I said, I, I feel compelled to make the call. Um, I'm not sure what it, what it is, you know, it, it's like trying to piece together something that you're not sure exactly what happened and then trying to explain it uh, to, to maybe one of the most important, important people in your life, your pastor. Yeah, um, so yeah, so yeah. That, was, that was quite a challenge. It'd be like someone taking a 2,000-piece puzzle, throwing it out on the, uh, on, on the, old, uh, the old card table. And then inviting your closest friends to come in and watch you put it together. Right, yeah, because you didn't know what happened. Let me ask you this: What did they think? I know you still got a doctor's appointment. We'll get more answers. Was it the lack of you eating they think that caused this? That it was a it was a combination. It was a lack of me eating, uh, and that certainly you know is part of it. Uh, part of it is um, you know the medication, the new medication that I've gone on. Um, you know it it. it Basically, what it comes down to, I believe, is it's something called diabetic ketoacidosis. So there are ketones that, that elevate in your blood at certain times, and, and if you don't eat as a diabetic, that's one of the times. It means your body's not producing enough insulin, and, um, and it's starting to become imbalanced. And, uh, and, and, you know, we did take that test, and that, sure enough, they were sky high. So, so that's, that's part of it right there. There's a lot to it, a lot of moving pieces. So, Mark, you know, we were just texting earlier in the week about some of these medications. That that was interesting. I was looking back at those texts after this information came forward. Correct. That's exactly right. And you know what? It doesn't listen. We I, I can't indict the medication I'm on. That doesn't mean that that's not the right medication, or you know, it's not even the right dose. Uh, but but I've got to be, you know, man. You got to eat, and you got to. It's kind of a game changer when you know you start to take different things. And um, and you just got to be on top of it. You got to really be alert. I can't alert. imagine. I can't imagine the time you went through before we had answers. How weird it felt to mm-hmm. go. Honestly, I can't tell y'all what happened. That, that that's got to be. Do you hours, hours of weirdness? Yeah. Mark, do you remember who the first person to really chew you out good was that you can remember? My wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and what yeah, what was her line? Actually, I kind of want to hear it from yeah, you. What was the line when she stomped away from the car? Well, she she kept saying, and she kept saying in the ER, she kept looking at me just saying, you stupid, stupid man, you stupid man, you stupid man, what is, what is wrong with you? And I remember, you know, it's, I can't recall what the disease state is where you, you, your mind is functioning, but you can't communicate. Right, right. And I remember at that point, because this is like one in the morning, I remember looking at her going, I, in my mind, I was thinking, I have no idea why you're so upset with me. But, wow, it, it must be something significant because I am getting worn out right now. <laughs> well, hey, we're glad you're alive, glad oh, everybody's alive, and I'm yeah. glad you're going to get it all worked out this week. Thank, and thanks for letting us share. It really has helped a lot of people. We're getting a lot of feedback. Hey, man, blessing to you guys. Appreciate y'all. Thanks, Mark. Yeah, let's get together and eat lunch <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> after you've had your medicine. <laughs> right. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the great Seven minutes, Rick I'm sorry, 23 minutes uh, past the hour. Thank you for being with us. Uh, so there it is, and um, a lot of stories coming in. So hopefully that was uh, 
another reminder for those of you that have this going on in your family how important it is. I'm getting some tragic stories that did not end as happily as this one. So it's very serious. Uh, so um, thanks for all the feedback on that. So college football this past weekend, uh, the big story out of college football is the big upset. Uh, South Carolina uh, defeats Georgia, and uh, I, I didn't I didn't see the game. I saw the, the obviously the highlight at the end because all the different stations were showing that in their highlights. But all I saw were interceptions and miss miss field goals and then a made field goal. Well, you just you know going into uh, uh, Athens to play between the hedges, uh, a lot of people didn't give South Carolina much of a chance at that. But well, you no, know, no, uh, I wouldn't have either. No, I mean y- you wouldn't if you were a sane person. But uh, that's why they play it on the field. Um, the you know, I saw a good bit of this game on and off. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it wasn't one of those fluke things where you had an odd play and it was over or whatever. I mean, it was a battle from the very beginning. So, okay. And South Carolina earned it. I mean, it wasn't a giveaway. Georgia just didn't look good. I mean, they didn't look good. And you have to credit South Carolina with that. Fromm didn't look good. Yeah, South Carolina's defense played really well. They really did. Offensively, they're down to their third quarterback. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, Fromm, who has been so good and so successful, he looked sloppy, throwing off his back foot and things that you don't do that will get you in trouble, uh, ill-advised throws, and – they just looked, which uh, is rare for him. Yeah. yeah, they they just didn't look like Georgia that we see week in week out, and then it comes down to the end, and you have a missed field goal for the win for South Carolina, and you thought, well, that's it. They you know they had their chance, didn't get it. Mm-hmm. They go the overtime, and all during the fourth quarter, even when Georgia's driving down, to, you know Georgia's playing for a tie. You know they're just, they're fighting to try to tie the game. They never were, you know, looked like they were in control of it. And then in Played the overtime, too. then and in Carolina the overtime, pretty much took the run away from them, which yeah. is what they want to do. Yeah, okay. they did a good job stopping. Slip. So the scheme on defense was good. Yep. yep. And um, you know they they got down there, and then the kicker, who we all call Goggle. Buddy Holly, uh, you know, and when the announcer said he's not missed a kick all year oh. except this game, I think he missed one earlier. Yeah, he in the missed game. two in this game. Had missed one all I year. I thought, mm-hmm. uh oh, that is the kiss. How many times do they do that? And the kicker, no way they can hit it. Well, no well, here's the other thing. If you, y'all said he was. Of course, he's kick- not hearing what the announcer's saying. No. But to us sitting at home, it's very odd. But I'll tell you something that is, I think, a truth, and you saw it. When kickers start going bad, they go bad. And y'all said he'd already missed two in the game. No, the the totally, one. He totally won. missed. But when he, when they miss one, especially if they're on the street, and he had never missed one. I'm telling this you, year. I'm telling you guys, once they miss, it's like they get off kilter for a while. They're a strange. You, they're, breed. they're a strange yeah. little breed. Those little kickers. <laughs> but um, I think his glasses for fog. So y'all were saying if you watch the game, South Carolina just <clears throat> took pl- it too. Just just played better than Georgia. Just played real good. And yeah. at one time, uh, South Carolina. Well, they finished, I guess, with a third string quarterback. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, they're Bentley. Mm-hmm. He he got hurt game one. This true freshman who's doing really good. He gets hurt early. Yeah. In this one, they bring mm-hmm. the third guy in. Well, I hate to bring this up. Is the third guy doing white power signs when they win the game? Is that are they? Do they do, do they do no, the? Who, which, oh, that was uh, that was the one on the sideline. Yeah, I think he was the the That's quarterback the, that was hurt. Yeah, he was the, the second, second string. Quarterback. Yeah, he was doing that one. Yeah, well, it was Gamecocks. Well, I know, but I'm yeah, we're being funny. I know. Saying, what I'm I know, saying, but I, but I didn't know that that, that South Carolina does the same game. They fear the big too. Look right there. Yeah. But aren't yeah, he'll that, be accused of it. Will he, he be? Will, will he, he, be need, accu- he needs uh-huh. to point that that gamecock beak out just a little bit. You know, he's got a little rounded there. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, are they going to say he's doing the white power sign? <laughs> sure, oh somebody I guess will. nowadays. Yeah. But but any any yeah, he's laying there with his tail. knee his knee all taped yeah. up. He can't even walk. But yeah. I want to ask this again. So they do the the Gamecock sign yeah. too. Evidently, oh, yeah. 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 evidently they do. All Gamecocks do the same thing. Well, yeah, the but that as you Fear said, the though, if, chop it, chop all mm-hmm. that. As you said though, that one is not pecking like it should. Be. He needs to he needs to tighten uh, the the beak up there a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. But but in our society, he was injured by cutting some slack. No, no I, but I'm just, I'm just saying from a you know, yeah. Well, oh, I know. Keep everybody from getting on you. Yeah. yeah. Now, how, right. now, how in the world any football team can ever be accused of saying white power? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But You're paying a lot of attention. Yeah, yeah, right. So. Or when they accuse a basketball team, I'm like, guys, really? that's a three. Okay, that, that's what the referees do. Right. Too, so. Yeah, yeah. So so that yeah. was, uh, and of course, the, the, the probably the best game of the weekend was LSU Florida. Good game. I mean that that was it a was that really was a great game. A lot of offense. Yeah. Tons and tons of <laughs> offense. LSU looks the best they've looked in a long time. They do. Their, their defense has given up a lot of – a lot. Of, yeah, a but lot they made some plays when they had They did. Play. No, you're right. You're, I'm just talking about they don't – you know, it used to be a time that LSU had a defense that just stuffed you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they don't look that way this year, but they make plays when they need to. And they get back on the field real fast because, because their, their offense, offense scores, scores in a hurry. Yeah, yeah. They, the other it, team gets a lot of opportunities. It, it wasn't one of the closer games, the Florida State-Clemson game, but we've been seeing a couple of – Stories on this about Dabo getting mad at the kicker What's at the wrong? end of halftime. I, I it was 28 to nothing. So, but see what people don't understand. Coaches want people to go out there and execute. It doesn't matter if it's 28 nothing or 100 oh, nothing. That's yeah. why you're, or you're behind 28. Right. Yeah. You're supposed to make Save chip shot field goals. Yeah. But I, now that he's got on him, will he be shaky the rest uh, of the year? Or you got to watch him. They're a portion little vessel. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. We're back 35 minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba's show. 866 We Be Big. All right, so when we go to the break, now we're getting stories. Even though it seems like they were doing the number three for the quarterback's brother, they wouldn't do three that way. But they're saying that these are threes in tribute to the brother of the quarterback who sadly committed suicide, who played for Washington. But it seems like they were going to do a number three. They would they would do three like this. Hold up three is not a gamecock three but people are saying that it's not tied to the gamecock signal it's tied to a tribute to his brother right but it just seemed like if you're doing a jersey three you wouldn't do it this way you'd do it like that wouldn't you yeah but uh and maybe I'm, he does it that way it covers all bases you know okay so that. so that's not a game I do it this way. my hands don't yeah work. i do it this way my hands don't work at this point. I, mine yeah. either Mm-hmm. If I'm doing three, if you ask me to give me a number three, this is what I yeah, give you. Really? I don't. Yeah. I, I go, Every time. I go, yeah, I, 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 do I go pitch yeah. fork. On. Now, if you want me to ask you if everything's okay, I do. <clears throat> yeah. Or if you want me to do a Gamecock chop, I'll do <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> we got to get our hand or, signals right That's okay to me. Or if you want me to do a, a circle dodge. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, uh, so anyway, so if that's if that's how they do the threes, then then so be it. But uh, but that's what people were saying. And then we were talking about the, like I say, not as, not as good a game. Uh, I'll tell you, Bubba, what I laughed at over the weekend. Of course, everybody sends me the new things that Beth Mowens has, has been saying. <laughs> I um, heard that clip they sent us about the <laughs> what was <what>, hammy? <laughs> yeah, it was it was pulled a, a hammy. Oh, it looks like he pulled <laughs> a hammy. <laughs> she did one too. Of course, you know the the, the, the clock's still just going tick tock. <laughs> I got that one too. Yeah, I heard that one live. I because I, I have to go over and kind of investigate well, sure. a little bit. <laughs> Come to the line, Baraki. It's just like the clock's ticking tick tock. <laughs> You're like, working. Pulled a hammy. Traffic. 
Huh? You're working on your I'm craft. I'm working on my craft. You got to get it right. So anyway, but the um, so the the, the Florida LSU game was a great game. The, the, the of course now I didn't see the whole game, and I still don't know why the Red River, whatever it's called, you know, shootout this year. Uh, you know, that's what Red you call River it. Nooner. By God, that's what Beth called it. Yeah, you're talking about the Nooner. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> uh, it turned out to sound like it was close. Oh, it was a good game. Mm-hmm. It was a real good game. So they that was, stretched that was, out a little at yeah. the end, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. it's thirty four twenty seven, but yeah. it was. It was back you know, and forth. Oklahoma got never been striking this game. Yeah, back oh yeah, made it in. And they'll pro- they'll play again. That's probably. two good teams. Yeah, yeah. So that that game and the Florida LSU game uh, were probably the two best games of the weekend. How many people? At Eleven did you o'clock. Get? Then? You, you, I think it's always like that. I think they always do it early. Yeah, it's about the fair. Yeah, they gotta. Yeah, they gotta yeah. judge uh, the okay. milk later on that afternoon, yeah. <laughs> so they have to get the okay. game in. Yeah, um, they gotta crown the. Ball. I don't know. If, I don't it was know on. If, cost me. I don't know if y'all got as many texts as I did about uh, Coach O. Oh yes, and his oh, that was my on the sidelines. Oh my gosh. Oh, gosh! When he tried to quote Les Miles, "Where dreams come to die." What about when your dreams come to die? Go Tigers! He throws that Go Tigers in there every time. That's the rap every time. I love it. So that I like Coach Joe. He's funny. Yeah. So and then the Clemson. You mentioned that. First of all, have you seen the footage? See uh-uh. the see the footage. Uh-uh. Adler, see if you can find the uh, Dabo Sweeney. Uh, they're saying eat the kicker up after he missed a field. Well, are you supposed to hug him? What are you supposed yeah, to? Yeah, no, really I, I, I'm I'm not Ridiculous. I'm not anti Dabo Sweeney oh, the way he's handling this. I just thought it was strange that we were that getting people would think that. Yeah. yeah, and and because people, you want your kicker to make kicks, I don't care if you're yeah. ahead behind. Yeah, whatever. people act like because they were way ahead. What what's that got to do with it? It does. I mean, the standards, the standard. Actually, yeah, and there also was a story that Dabo Sweeney was running. Score up. I don't think forty-five to fourteen is running the score. No, no. I think if hey, okay, Florida State, your Florida State, right right BT Potter. Uh, yeah. Here it is. It's oh, twenty-eight that's nothing. A chip shot. Kicker misses yeah. miss a chip shot. It's very close. I don't know how he missed it. Right. And now you, here here's Sweeney getting on to him like you would. Right. Yeah. He didn't, no, he didn't, absolutely. Absolutely. Keep watching. Keep watching. You got one job. Yeah. He's gonna follow him. Talk to him. We ask bit. you to do one thing. We, we ask you to do one thing, and now he's. I hear you. Get on What's wrong with that? I love it. There's nothing wrong with that because that's why they're an elite program now. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Because the little things matter. Yeah, absolutely. Because that missed kicks much bigger than that moment. to to him. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. Still going. Still not. Well, I'm gonna tell you (laughs) what he can't miss that. What he's saying to that kicker is that offense worked and worked and worked to get us in position for points. And and they've done their job. And all we ask you to do is come in and make a easy, makeable kick. And and you don't you don't you don't go through your motions yeah. like you normally do and you miss it can't happen. And, and I'm gonna tell you this more too. To this than well, I'm gonna tell you this too. Yeah, what is what Dabo, are we missing? I tell you what, what we're we missing is Dabo's smart because Dabo knows he's gonna need this kid. Yeah, oh yeah, at yeah. the end of the year, and now is the opportunity to get on him. Not against Alabama in the playoff or Oklahoma. Right, right now, now this kid, you don't think he's practicing hard today and getting mm-hmm. it right? Yeah. Absolutely. He's 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 gonna but, tank the rest of that day, but in this particular game, yeah, but absolutely. Let, let it didn't matter. He didn't need the kicker in this game. Now the time to get on him if he can't kick another in the Bingo. rest of the game who cares but, but has he has he messed with this kicker will this get in his head next time he goes out there to kick you know how they are well, i hope I'm so just saying. Yeah. I, I look mean, dabbo sweeney was right any other player on the field but a kicker do you even do that yeah. Yeah. but back to the bigger picture what well, kickers will ruin things he, won't the they? kicker's just five for yeah. eight what on, did you on call kicks him? this season so. what did you okay. refer so to he the started of it a minute yeah. ago as the the uh, something vessel, what did you say? The the, the precious little porcelain <laughs> vessel. You're valuable, but you break easy. You know what I mean? Uh, but the ask South Carolina and Georgia how important. Yeah, well, they're yeah. very important. And what I'm saying though is the bigger point is when your program becomes elite, 
the reason why it becomes elite is you don't ever stop working. Yeah, and you and, demand and, excellence. And you treat yeah. every moment like it could have won or lost the game because one in one game it's going to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm and, not and, saying Rick he wasn't no, I know, absolutely I know, but I know. you just no, <laughs> no, a little porcelain vessel. No, your your point is still valid because kickers are weird. I mean they are they, they've always been weird. When they entered the, the, the arena, they're weird. And we you know, we have examples of some coaches that uh, have not had, you know, overwhelmingly success with their kickers mm-hmm. uh, over the years. Mm-hmm. And, it seems like that what works for other players on the team doesn't necessarily work for the kickers. Do you almost just have to have them do their own? Just don't even act like they're on the team till they run out there to kick. I, I think. I think if I was coaching today, well, I'd probably be in jail. But if I if I was coaching today, uh, I think I would have a kicker, not just a coach. I think I would have a coach and a psychiatric right. evaluator, some kind of psychologist, Sports and I would behavioral. just I would just tell them. I don't ever want to see y'all until we need a field goal. Yeah, and then and then when that happens, I don't I, even care where y'all practice. Yeah, at. you yeah. Can practice here, somewhere else. I, I assume that y'all are ready and let me know where he is so I can call on him when we need him. But I'd rather not interact with him at all. If other I holler kick, I want him to run on the field. I don't have to look for him. Well, one of the biggest peas, and you'll see it if you go Saturday at the game when I go to the game with Dad. You know what drives him nuts? Pre-game or right before half when they come out when the kickers come out there and they kick without their helmet on. Uh, he drives hates him. Hey. You gonna kick the D ball with your helmet off during the game? I know. Well, why are you kicking it now? He he can't stand that. My my dad. You know our, how they come out and they yeah. have their pads oh, yeah. on, no helmet, just to kick it. Our yeah. dad drives him nuts. Did not understand why you do anything important involving football without all the gear on because you're gonna play in all the gear. Yeah. And so you uh, want to be used to it. Yeah. Because it, it's not comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And he said it. We yeah. never wear even shorts, it, helmets. No. Shorts even if you went no contact, you need to have the gear on. He, he said it affects the snap, mm-hmm. it affects long snappers, it affects centers, it affects quarterbacks, it certainly affects kickers. And he's like, if you're going to warm up, warm up like it's going to be in the game. There'll never be an instance in a game they'll let you kick without your helmet on. And uh, <laughs> oh no, yeah. And so he, uh, yeah, he hates that. Kind oh, of stuff. He still oh, drives me goodness. nuts. Yeah, and the, I hear it every time. Yeah, he he would have done no shorts at all if if the law. And the rules did not force you into short Early, sometimes. Yeah, too, yeah. But once that, that rule was gone, the, 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 the last practice before the game, you were in full gear. Now, there wasn't a lot of contact, but you were mm-hmm. in full gear because he said that's what you're going to play in this weekend. You'll be in full gear. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It, it really does. His quote is, everybody looks good in shorts. Mm-hmm. But wait but wait till, the, wait till the, whole, the, the, the gear zone and the collision start. That's when we find out who can really play. Mm. Uh, you know, it's, uh, and, and we've, we've seen that happen before. The guy that looks good in warm ups, but boy, then somebody let, lights him up and his little spirit gets broken. And then, and, 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 you know, the, the, back to the Georgia oops. South Carolina game, the Georgia kicker was considered probably one of the best in the country. It was. Mm-hmm. And he is. hadn't missed. Still anything, is. Still by is. Way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if I had to pick a kicker in the SEC oh, today, yeah. he would be one of my guys I picked. Goggle even after the miss. My first pick. If I was doing a Buddy Holly tribute tour, I would also pick him. <laughs> I mean, they've been specials about him. I've seen the little, you know, Does he have to have those glasses on, you think? And now it's become a thing. Oh, it's his thing. It's like Kurt Rambis now. Yeah. Yeah. Now, when you got people in the stands with them on, you got to keep doing it. <laughs> you got to wear them. Yeah. Of course, I you know lost the game. Yeah, that's fine. But the boy, that's but they should have never been in that situation. They shouldn't have. You're I mean, right. I well, you, you, he, he could have won the game. He, he could lose the game. He, he could have won. That's the difference. And, he didn't lose it, but he could have won. Right? And, and mm-hmm. a lot of uh, a lot of speculation now because Georgia was held in such high regards prior to this game. Will this make it impossible for two teams from the SEC to get in? I don't know that they deserve to anyway. To me, the conference championship is a start of a playoff anyway. 
But uh, with Ohio State, if they run the table, Oklahoma, you you know, that's probably two of them right I, there. Th- I asked this in the kickoff hour, and y'all help me out, okay? Alabama is uh, – this is just me. Sorry, LSU. Alabama's going to beat you, and they're going to be in. They're going to win the SEC, probably beat Florida or whoever's on the other side. Ohio State's going to win the Big Ten and get in. If they don't, Wisconsin does, but you're taking one from the Big Ten. I think Oklahoma's going to get beat. Baylor's either going to beat them, they're 6-0, and by the way, or Texas, they got a rematch at the end. It's hard to beat somebody two times. Do you take an 11-1 and LSU? Let's say that Alabama beats LSU 45 to, or 42-35 Close in this game. shootout, awesome okay. game. They're sitting there 11-1. and Their only loss is to the Tide, who has mopped up everybody else. Oklahoma, Big 12's out. Pac-12's out. What happens? Because Clemson's I, in. I know, They're going to win. I they, know Alabama has done it before, but I think it's going to be more and more difficult as this plays out to go Ohio and State's get gone. in the playoffs without at least being in your conference championship. Because under your scenario, LSU's not even in the championship game. Right. But th- but think about who you're having to I mean, pick over them. Before. But I don't know that That's they're going to the politically let it keep happening. You're not going to take a Pac-12 team over 11-1 LSU. And you're not going to take – you're going to take a Texas that's a one loss and won the championship? Well, now what if – Ohio State's going to have that Texas do that, that which they loss. always do is lose a game they shouldn't lose. Right. Yeah, good if point. Well, happens. let's just say Ohio State wins out, Oklahoma wins out, there Alabama is. wins the SEC championship, and you have – and you have – you got Clemson. Well, that's that, – that scenario, there's no discussion. Right. Yeah. My scenario is the Big 12 and the Pac-12 well, is out. Well, well you, right now you got, what, Oregon with only one loss. Yeah, but. And it was a kickoff loss. So, I don't know. I think they'll make a strong argument if they run the table. We'll be back. We'll take your phone calls next at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Lines are available, and we'll chat with you, whatever you want to talk about, when we return. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Eight minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. We'll, we'll get to your phone calls. Uh, there are some lines available. The real Greg Burgess taking those phone calls right now. Bubba, it's, uh, it's, it's that fun that we love when new sponsors come to the program, and it's happening again. We do want to welcome to the program faithbox.com. That's F-A-I-T-H, faith, like our faith, faithbox.com. And let me tell you, this is a great, great idea, especially as we get closer to the Christmas holidays that are coming up. You may be thinking this year, what what is a great gift that I could get for my wife? What is something uh, that that I that I haven't done? Faith box would be a great idea. And here's how it works: it's it's super fun. Uh, it helps you stay centered in your faith each month. You get amazing devotionals, uh, inspired content, handpicked products. You know, also there's ministries that are that are helping people around the world. It comes to you in the mail. Let's say, for instance, that say the month's focus was on fear in your life. Okay, well, you would open up that box and you might see Max Licato's book, Fearless, in there. Uh, you'll see some devotionals and verses that go along with, you know, what the Bible has to say about fear. Uh, you'll see some organizations that you might want to come alongside that you're actually helping as well. Uh, it's very similar to what we do with the BuzzBox coffee, but w- this box has all sorts of items in there that help you stay stay centered in your faith. Because let's face it, a lot of times what we need is that reoccurring time in the Word of God, devotions, things we need. And that faith box comes in. Picture it this this way. Here comes a box every month that is giving your house fuel spiritually. 
That's really a great way to look at it. Uh, and it is a great, great idea for a gift. So if you want to find out more about it, go to faithbox.com. If you use the code Bubba, we'll save you $10 off any subscription. And there's there's various subscription options available there. Faithbox.com. Go check this out. You're going to love this product. Also, rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. All right, to the phones we go. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone troll. Let's go to Richmond, Virginia, where David is standing by. David, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, guys, I want to tell you I love your show. Thank love you. your message. Listen, I listen to you every chance I can on the TuneIn app up here. Thank you. Um, back in the early 90s, I went to a little liberal arts school in South Carolina, and there was a guy in uh, economics class behind me had an Alabama shirt on and had one of the backpacks like the varsity get when they come off the bus, you know. Yeah. yeah. And I turned, I turned to him. I said, man, I've been a UT fan for years. I said, I, I know a lot of the Alabama names. I don't recognize your name. And he said, well, I was a kicker. Until I missed a kick against Ole Miss, and I'm not the kicker no more. <laughs> oh. Bubba gave you a timeout. You were running out of time. Yeah, it's. I'm uh, sorry about that. No, you got you got a timeout, so it was good. Uh, that's funny. That that is hilarious. I was a kicker until I missed a key field goal. Now I'm not the kicker anymore. <laughs> Alex in Springville. Alex, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Thirty seconds. Go ahead. All right. The uh, kickers are their most important player. They gain the most yards on the kickoffs. They gain more yards on punts. Uh, overall, they score more points than anybody else, usually in their season and on the field. What uh, they need to do is have more practice with more people. But, you know, other than Alabama, you can't afford to have 22 people out there acting like they're uh, kicking field goals. So you create a little whack-a-mole blocking dummy thing that with speakers on it playing Rocky Top and ranging those cowbells. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for that kicker calling in this morning. Yeah, good. Yeah. Well, you know, Plus, I think they're just, I mean, you know, they, they make them and we think it's easy, but there's a lot can go wrong from the snap to the hole to the yeah. kick. It has to be just right. Well, I would disagree with this point because Alabama has dominated college football with probably the most consistency of, of any modern day program. Right. And they have done it with average kickers. Yeah. Now, look. They do have great punters. They do, and that's a big difference. And that's a key. I think I'd They'll take, flip the field. If on. I had to have an average field goal kicker and a great punter, I'd take the punter. Yeah. Because field position is huge. Of course, this a, year we hadn't seen a their punter much. No. Yeah. Do they have one? I don't even know if they have a punter. Yeah. Well, he, he got chewed out Saturday. Remember, he finally, yeah. They finally punted after the game was completely in hand. They had not punted the entire game, and he shanked one. He got, he got chewed bad. Uh, we continue. Uh, let's go to uh, Chuck in Cincinnati. Chuck, Chuck, welcome to the program, buddy. Go ahead. Hey, guys. Shout out to Greg. He is a great call screener. He gave me a ton. <laughs> and uh, I mean, we, I had a good time talking to him. My, and I'm serious. My son is coming back from Pensacola. He calls me up right in the middle of the Garnett store, and he's like, hey, listen to who I'm listening to. And he hears you guys on the radio live in Huntsville. Gosh, you've done and a good job so with him. He was so excited. He's I'm like, hey, I'm trying. I'm trying to listen to them right now. Are you listening to the drunk guy story? And he's like, yeah, I'm listening to it right now. So he was he was really charged up just to hear you guys live. Well, thanks. So That's it's a different great. different feeling to actually have an affiliate versus the the other stuff you guys have to use, I guess. So that's a Chuck. You raised him right. That that had to be a proud yeah, moment. Yeah. It really did. Drive careful. Let's there. be clear. The guy was not drunk. <laughs> that gonna be the thing. Man. Yeah, the yeah. drunk guy. It's not, it's not called the drunk guy story. When you label the story, go the drunk guy story. <laughs> Jeremiah out of Los Angeles, California. Jeremiah, go ahead. Hey, what's up? Um, wanted to talk about the uh, Kanye Sunday service. Uh, I know a lot of you guys have like kind of been a little wary about it, thinking you know, like with the weird clothing they wear, is it's like a cult or something. I just wanted to say, you know, I've worked with a lot of these artists. 
uh, that, you know, are part of the Sunday service. It's nothing like that of the sort. It's a lot of, you know, good Christians. And if you actually look, I sent y'all a video of Kanye speaking. Okay. It is like some really actually, you know, true Christian doctrine. And like, we've done, like, he's doing a lot traveling around you know, the country, you know, giving, you know, a lot of unchurched people, you know, yeah. at least, you know, some great music. And uh, he's doing it by, you know, integrating uh, some of some secular music, but making gospel versions of it. And then also some really great gospel classics from like, you know, Kirk Franklin and, you know, all the rest. And it's really good. I definitely uh, suggest you check it out. I mean, okay, there was even a point where he had Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber came, came out to one of them in Calabasas gave a testimony, and I promise you, I was just waiting for the blasphemy. I was waiting for it. I was like, here this boy goes. And it never came. It never came. <laughs> Justin Bieber was, I was like, are y'all serious? Well, what, that's, we uh, Justin Bieber preaching the doctrine? Like, it was true, too. I, de- I want y'all to check that out. Okay. Hey, thanks for that. Well, you, Jeremiah, you, we're hopeful. Yeah, I you, mean, we're you, pulling for it. You got your last yeah. time. Yeah, I, that, that's all I wondered about, and you were telling me, you know, and sometimes they can't help it. This is the problem. They can't help it. You know, I remember when I first became a follower of Jesus, no, nowhere near the size of the platform that these guys have. But sometimes because if you're in the entertainment business or you have a platform, you can be given responsibility too quick before you really have matured in the faith. And that was my only concern. I mean, I look back on things that I was talking about when I first became a follower of Jesus. And, you know, I was like, man, I, I didn't know near what I know now and I still got a lot to learn going forward that was my only concern I certainly don't doubt the whether their salvation is genuine or not but just concerned about being given given so much responsibility so quick but it sounds like you got a good report Rick and Bubba proving daily that common sense is a superpower American heroes Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour. I thank you for joining us for a brand new hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 25 years uh, the Rick and Bubba Show has been a brand. And as we continue to move forward, there's so many different ways to get the program now. Of course, traditionally, uh, and Marconi and Tesla would be proud. Uh, that is uh, America's boldest radio stations carrying the Rick and Bubba show on the Rick and Bubba radio network. But for a lot of markets, there's no affiliate. So then we have the YouTube option, as we've had a couple of callers from Los Angeles today, Oakland, uh, all places where us having a radio affiliate would have to be a miracle. But we thank you for joining us. Also on our TuneIn app, you can stream the show anywhere in the country. That's a free download. Podcast archives every day, that's there available for you. Rick and Bubba University, the original podcast every week, that's available for you. Uh, so many different ways to get the show now. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, all here. Eddie Van Adler has that YouTube option, and there's Bill Bubba Bus. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for doing the same. And uh, we start this hour, Rick, with a story. I guess this is a tech update. I wonder. Yes, I love technology. Yep. But not as much as you, you see. But I still love technology. Everybody. Always and forever. And here we come. Well, the last person here that I ever thought I would see in a Tesla would be Greg Burgess. Yep. Not necessarily. But 
with some of these new changes coming about, that might not be. Well, this the is case what I was anymore. waiting on. We had to get a little more. Yeah. <laughs> well, mainstream here. Teslas don't emit gaseous fumes, but they may soon sound like they do. <laughs> and not awesome. just the ones that comes out of other vehicles. Elon Musk tweeted this weekend that Tesla owners will soon be able to customize the sounds their vehicles, horns, and pedestrian safety alerts make. Now, we all know what a horn is, but very few people know what a pedestrian safety alert is. Since electric cars are so quiet, new government rules will now require that the electric cars broadcast an external sound at speeds under 20 miles an hour to warn pedestrians, especially those with limited vision. Some full electric and hybrids already do this voluntarily, but Tesla only recently added the feature to the Model 3, which will emit a pink noise while going forward and an electronic hum in reverse that makes it sound like a 1950 sci-fi movie UFO. Now that I like. Now, what is a pink noise? Did you say it, ping? Pink, pink. Pink noise is like white noise. Sound like static. Gotcha. Oh, okay. for, for lack of a better term. I thought that the artist now, Pink this, song plays is somebody watching. I was but, now, that but now Tesla comes with some features too that I did not know that uh, that it there had. The, you getting down the whoopee cushion feature? Did you know that? I saw huh. Adler. Show us that video, Rick. Pot up, Adler. Coming okay. from here. Right, here we go. <laughs> what you can? You, oh. What the? Oh, that's a Ferrari. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> What? You can set this up in the app. I wasn't going to get to mess with now. the people who are inside the car. So they sit down and they'll do that. <laughs> now they have that now, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Now the, coming up, they're saying like your the the sound you're saying you can change your sounds from outside the car to like now, it's ripping. Rick, one. stay with. It. They're going to show you the turn signals. <laughs> That's you, Greg. That's awesome. Is that not great? Well, watch this. Is the- that's his turn signal? Yeah. It's called fart on demand. <laughs> Every time you turn. <laughs> if any of you guys are in the market for... Uh, so, Rick, you have a $100,000 electric car that is the cutting-edge technology in transportation, and they're going out of their way to make sure that it makes fart sounds. Yeah. And you can do them like instead of your horn, it can be that the one the newer one's coming out, and even like uh, the clop clop of like horse walking, yeah. you yeah. can make when you you make it sound like that. <laughs> so think about this. So Greg's in on the Tesla. Yeah. All, oh, the, yeah. all the noise in the big cities that was part of the idea that they would be quieter cars. Now we're gonna have to make them noisy. Yeah, because it's too quiet for people. Below twenty miles an hour, you have to make them have some type of noise. And so and so I'm going with somebody breaking wind. I mean, I think that's excellent. Yeah, you're you're kind of picture can, everybody standing at the corner. I'll send you stop. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that great? Greg suddenly checking interest rates. Yeah, was that Greg? It's going to be tough. What, I'm going to stretch it maybe ten years. years. Yeah. What's the payment plan on that? Yeah, thing? I'm going to stretch it ten years, but I'll get that. <laughs> I promise. Now, you said you you said you sit in one before. Yes, right? I sit in two. The one the sports car <laughs> one. Now, I drove that with. Yeah, we drove uh, was it. Was it me and you drove that? It was kind of orange at the here. power company. That was me. Had. I that drove it here too. Okay. And yeah. then uh, I, down at Hendrick, they were uh, Hendrick, who you know, because I'm a Hendrick driver, you too yeah. should be one. Yes. They had someone had traded one in. It's like the one that looks like an SUV. And it's, I mean, it's like a spaceship. It was like glass all the way over in the dash and the seats. It was unbelievable. Did you get in and drive around? No, no, I just sat in that so, one. Okay. And it had the wings that opened up, the doors oh, opened yeah. up. Oh, yeah. You said it looked like a spaceship. It did. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the Jetsons. 
That's weird. You know, I, I heard a story on the way in today. It about, yeah. If it had been breaking wind, then I don't know what I'd have done. Well, I, I heard on the way in, though, somebody was talking about <laughs> Bubba, and, you know, I've been waiting for this. They said, we're about to have one that's going to fly. Not a Tesla, but a vehicle. Well, it's going to have the ability to fly. You know, I'm kind of like takes you, off, Rick. i got to see that before I'm going right. to get too well, excited. Sure. Yeah. There it is. Oh, there's slick hair. <laughs> got buzz cut. That's when I have That's when I have my James James Jameson. <laughs> <laughs> I have a head like I like it. That's right. I'm a, I got to go back and get my hair cut. Yeah, I wish you would. Are you going to go back to that? Look yeah, right I got to get it cut a little short. So when you're looking at that, are you kind of like I kind of oh. like I kind of like that look right there. Well, I just know I need to. A lot of people here that day. Okay, well, can't get out. Yeah. Yeah, still a little tired. They're not com- most comfortable. That, that particular <laughs> yeah, Was that one a Tesla? Yeah. Yeah. Oh somebody. That's a Tesla. <laughs> Bubba, I didn't, I didn't wow. realize that happened. <laughs> 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 it's a full moon. <laughs> I didn't. I don't remember that. I don't either. Happened. I didn't know that. Happened. How did we not know My about that? Goodness, guys, yeah. can't remember anything. It's been a long time. It has. That must have been two, three weeks ago. <laughs> Get that from us. Yeah. What Did year that? was that, Adam? Can you oh, tell? Seven years ago. Eight years ago, man. Twenty ten. Twenty ten. Nine years Nine ago. Years ago. Huh? Wow. Nine years, like wow. a lifetime. Wow, <laughs> that went that went by quick. Didn't yeah, it did. When you hit and roll, <laughs> that's all you do. You don't want to get hurt. You gonna you twist, gotta roll out of it. Yeah, yeah. you are gonna twist the knee if you don't do something. <laughs> that's right. That's, uh, <laughs> it had me. I couldn't get out. <laughs> help me! <laughs> oh, my. Somebody help me! Daddy's down. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's I know that feeling. I'm, I'm, that, that's sometimes like it was funny because we actually, mm. I think that. I don't know why this setup happened. It's a place that we've eaten lunch for years on and off after church. And it was like, I don't know what it is. I don't know if restaurants are just trying to make everybody the least amount of comfort you could possibly be. Is that so we'll get up and leave? I mean, it's like, <laughs> yeah, a, so want the are they trying to turn the tables? Ro- rotate them. Because the way they're move, doing restaurants now, they either, they either make you sit with a, with a group of people that you that you didn't come with. Oh, you know, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Uh, you talking about that bench and, seat, and then two the, tables. And, and then the tabletops are getting smaller, yeah. <laughs> and then they're putting more stuff on a now smaller oh, that table. stupid yeah. swiper and all that. No, no, I took, I took a candle. <laughs> I took a candle and completely moved it. And then two of them big old – Pepper and salt deals, and then of course all the different. You know, th- this is our new promotion. You got those things sticking around, oh, and yeah. I was just and moving stuff, moving stuff out of the way so we could sit down and actually have a, yeah. a, a conversation. But I'm gonna tell you, some of these booths they come up with now, buddy. What's in your way, Greg? <laughs> oh, swiper. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you don't like the swiper. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Well, I don't. I don't need it till the end. Right. Yeah. I deal with it the entire meal. <laughs> I know. <that's laughs> Got to move it. Got to move it. There's my drink. Move it. What yeah. is it? That swiper. Yeah. By the way, one more note on about, the table. Let's, let's put less on the table. Either make the tables bigger. Or let's put less on them. Come well, up, let the waitress walk up with a cube. One more note on the Tesla before we completely leave the segment. Uh, it also has a more cowbell setting, so oh, you yeah. can use that sound effect too. Okay. Oh, buddy. Yeah. How about that? I like it. it. Look, any of that. I'm poor. Give me a cowbell. The one thing I do like about Tesla, they don't take themselves too serious. When you launch one into space, (laughs) right? Or you have more cowbell. That's good stuff. Yeah, they got they got to come down to that hundred thousand dollar price. Yeah, yeah, they get it. It'll come down. I think the other cars are trying to catch them. Yeah, they're going up. Yeah, you're right. Fifteen minutes past. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.
21 minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. We're back, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Thanks for being with us. All right, so um, as we work our way back, a couple of stories. Uh, one of them, and Bubba, I mean, it's, it's one of those things for us to – it's almost like we're having our, our best of this hour. We've gone from breaking wind sounds to football players running the wrong way. Oh. And, Rick, uh, are you kidding me? Somebody <laughs> did that again? Yeah, oh. and this is a California oh. high school team. Oh. What makes this one a little more, um, I guess, a little more intriguing is how far the guy was running and oh. being chased by a teammate. Digging, right? And he's so fast that only one guy could, could yeah. shoestring yeah. him yeah. at the end. I mean, he's got some speed. He's inside the team, There's too. one thing to dig. Right. There's another thing to dig in the wrong direction. Right. Oh, he's so, yeah. flying. So is that Adler or you? It's Adler, right, and so. it's no. there's no audio to it. It just for some okay. reason it's just video. The audio doesn't have so, sound, so, or so, video doesn't have so sound. So in the third, corner, uh, third quarter, Antonio Bush <laughs> – uh, from Fairfield High School in California, picks off an interception mm-hmm. from the quarterback, and then for some reason he gets turned around and goes 60 yards the wrong way, and one of his own teammates have to, has to run him down. So watch uh, this. See, yeah. So we'll, we'll see. Right? All, right, so, about it. all right, so watch for the pick. Somehow he gets turned around on the pick and it. goes the other way. There you go. Yeah. All right, yeah he see? caught it. He's just advancing it down the yeah, field. Yeah, so, so here he goes. I mean, he's going. And look, his teammates after him and has to shoestring him. <laughs> but, but like we pointed, so many we pointed out earlier, those two guys in the white on the team, they're they, they bought too. it too. Yeah. Now, they're going to laugh and make fun of the guy, and then you're going to point and go, well, y'all thought he was going too because y'all were chasing him. Right. He look, was thinking look. about taking that ball to the house and yeah, just right. got the, the wrong way. Well, he? I mean, Helmsy had a good point. That I is won't, better I won't than the Marshall his run, train of thought here, but Helms, you think he might be a two-way guy and I, just lost I it? need to think he is a receiver as well, maybe even a tight end. And because, that old muscle memory Because when over. you see him, he makes a offensive football move. Watch. Turn and go. Yeah, so even I mean, stiff arm. It's not like he <laughs> yeah. gets twisted around and confused. Right. He he's, makes a football move once he catches it. Yeah, there's so many things in this video to look. And for. I love the fact His that teammate. he's mad right there. He didn't get in the end zone. Yeah, he's yeah, hitting the yeah. field. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's not forget the guy that looks like he is an injured player over here. Yeah, he can't in, believe in a sweatsuit. He, I mean, and look at the defense. They're all like hands on the helmet. Like, what are you doing? What man, where's guy, he going? One guy was pointing for him to go the other <laughs> But look at these, two, so look many at these two on the opposing team. They're right. chasing him. Please look at that guy. He's mad on the sidelines. Look, you can't believe look, that. Look, the guy. <laughs> <laughs> he knows look, he Look, all right, I, I found another thing to watch. Uh-huh. Watch the, the, the player in the white uniform that's the nearest to catching him. Yeah. He does not know why that guy tackled him. You see the guy tell him, and then he goes down and starts talking to the guy on the ground. Watch. <laughs> watch watch dreadlocks right here. He's like, What are you doing, man? And then look, he tells him, Look what happened. Sure now, no, he turned no, around and goes, right, Rick. Uh huh. That's that's <laughs> what I'm saying. There's so many things in Those this. guys were chasing him, they thought it too. Yeah. yeah, and he can't believe that his own teammate would tackle him, and you see the guy explain it to him, then he starts ragging the guy like you went the wrong way. Right, how does that shoestring rank, tackle right there? How does that rank against the most famous, I think, and that's the Jim Marshall run for the Vikings? Yeah. <clears throat> they even refer to it. They do North. refer oh, to it. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, that's the gold standard oh, of all of them. Well, hey, poor old Jim Marshall. That's all he's I known mean, for. I mean he's a he's a dog. <laughs> On legend, if he just won a Super Bowl, right. he could have got that off of him. But yeah. there was no catching Jim Marshall. He he was oh, so he, he, he took it to the house. Adler, see if you can find Jim Marshall wrong way run. Yeah, it'll come Please up when you put in Jim Marshall story. wrong way. It'll come up. Yeah, yeah. I just want to look at it to compare. Yeah. It. Compare, but I, there were you're right. There's so many things. This current video we're watching, 
every time to watch somebody different and their reaction oh, I know, I know, yeah. I know. of how, the they're, trying, how, they're, how they're trying to process it all. Yeah. Adler, pull up the butt fumble. Adler, pull up. It still owns me. Adler, pull up 1716 Auburn, Alabama. We were just taking famous, famous runs in football history. Yeah. Look, I, I will tell you the – Jim uh, Marshall. Yeah. Yeah, here time. Jim Marshall picks up fumble right here it comes Bubba. Are you ready? It, yeah, was, against, it. it was against this the 49ers it. this day in football history. <laughs> so here we go. We're looking John at John right? Brody. Yeah, he, he's trying to get some yardage. The ball comes out. So oh, he should go to the left, go. and here he goes to the right. Oh, and funny, nobody's chasing him. Nobody's chasing him. Can't believe it. And he is taking it. To, I mean, he's got to put uh, So right here, you're the referee. What do you – right oh. there, what do you do? What right. happened? It's a two-point. It's, right it's, it's a safety. It's a safety, yeah. Yeah. I like how Jim throws it up in the Slung the ball. Slung the ball up in the air. (laughs) Oh, he was short. Like he said. And the only problem is we weren't as good then about staying with something. Yeah. I would love to have seen the explanation to him. And, and you you know, in those days, you know, the way the film was. Once you get where you're going, they just cut off and go to the next zone. You would love to see the press conference where they go, Jim. Oh, what were you thinking? thinking? I, I have heard him speak about it, and he really hates it. Oh yeah, because he's like, I mean, I'm, I'm. He probably had a pretty good career. Oh, Greg, he's a legend. Yeah, he's and, one of the purple you know, people. It, leaders. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. right. Look now, see, do you see everybody get ready to block <laughs> yeah, for him? They're going that way. way. Yeah. See, he's, Jim, at this point, when no no one's even beginning to come towards you, right? Look, he's really tired. He's like, I just got to get over the line. There yeah. it is. Take that, everybody. Eat that. Yeah. What are y'all doing way back up there? Did you see the guy though? I did see Adder one more time. Did you see his defensive players start blocking for him going the right the way? way. Uh-huh. And he yeah. turns and goes the other way. You see a guy going, "Let me get you, give you a block up for yeah. Jim. Follow Fo- me, follow me, Big Jim." And Big Jim goes the other way. Look, mm. watch watch the guy, the DB. I think he's a DB. Yeah, you see his shoes there. Yeah, see his shoes right there. Now watch when he picks it up. They start blocking for him to go the other way. See, he got turned yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, he's ready to start lead blocking for him the other way. <laughs> and uh, and, Unbelievable. and, and look, they're, see, they're yeah. all going the other way. They even the, even old White Hat can't believe it. Yeah, White Hat's like Jim. <laughs> if you're White Hat right here, do you get involved? Do you scream you're going the wrong, wrong way? way? I know you're not supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, hey, is, is there a side of you just wants to? Oh my god. Yeah. So, anyway. the, and then uh, when so many people are yelling, nothing, nobody can understand anything. Yeah, you know, because so you know, because you oh, know, nice there's a hundred people yelling at. Well, it. you know, the kid chasing that other one in the other video, he's running so hard, there's no way he could really yell. But God, I bet he was trying to. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think there's any way <laughs> oh, to even my, yell anything to him? Are you done? Well, let's be honest. Jim Marshall's such a big guy. Who's going to tackle him? Yeah, right. that's true. Yeah. I wouldn't chase him, would you? No. Uh, if you're on defense. Do you think they all just stood there and watched him and thought? Because nobody well, ever comes what are you to the frame. They show. Where that. is Alan Page? Where was Carl Eller in I this? Know. Huh? I know. Where, where was little Bill Bubba Bussy? Were you probably watching this? <laughs> that was before my time. What year was that? Sixty-three. He's in his early sixties. Yeah, that yeah. that was before. So I we weren't was even born yet. Fan, yeah. But really, <laughs> but think about it. Even though we were fans as kids. We didn't get an opportunity to watch any team you wanted to. No, unless, you, had to, you no. had to watch what they gave you. Unless it was the oh. the one game they gave you a week, you didn't get to see any of them. I got to tell you, by from, the way, for me, that's I? the what we just showed with a current high school game. That's the longest wrong way run I've seen. Yeah, that was a long in my one. lifetime. That was a long because yeah. he was digging, man. He had and you got to love the hustle of his teammate. To run I do love the hustle. Yeah. And dive for him. He dove for him. <laughs> what, Greg, it you're not going to believe this. As I was looking for that <clears throat> in the uh, while we were having the conversation about it, uh, I had a, uh, an, a you know one of the t- one of the links that they give you to look at two videos, and it was the ten 
worst plays in NFL history. And you know what number one is? The butt fumble. The butt fumble. Bill Bubba Bussy loves yeah. that. You forget, the guy, t- the guy scooped it up and went to the house with it the other way. I, I don't remember. I just – I saw it the other day. That's so show. funny. Do, do, and it has, has to be in there. Did we all vote to dumbest plays in, in NFL history was the time that the dog gone. Bubba, look. You're missing it. There it oh is. Oh, gosh, Bubba. The, the, <laughs> there he is. The, the, the time. There he is, Bubba. Watch his face mask where it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Bubba loves about it. But is there the anything. The slow motion that ESPN did it for so long. <laughs> you remember it? They just wore it out. Is Pretty there anything funny. dumber than the time the Giants are playing the Eagles and all they have to do is snap oh, the ball? All, and, oh, and it's what's yeah. his name, the coach. Yeah. All they have to do is snap the ball and take a knee and the game's over and they try to hand it off and fumble and the Eagles pick it up and go and to the house. Uh, Herm Edwards yeah. picked it up. Is that who it is? That's Herm Edwards yeah. who picked it up. Guys, all you do is just snap the ball and take a knee and the game's over it's and over. you try to hand it off to somebody. And he and, scoops it and scores. And they fumble and Herm scoops it and goes the distance and you lose the game? Yeah. I mean, that may be as dumb as it gets. <laughs> That's pretty hard yeah, to make. pretty dumb. Bottom of the hour, more Rick and Bubba coming up next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba show. We're back. Thanks for being with us today. Eight six six. We be big is our number. You know, I, I enjoyed uh, putting on my Bomba socks this past weekend. I, I got to tell you something. I was I was running around like a bear that had come out of hibernation. I mean, y'all, y'all wouldn't. I, my energy was up. I was just. I mean, I, I I was doing all my favorite dances. I mean, they just felt so good. Wait till Thursday morning. It's supposed yeah. to be. Yeah, the low of the forties. Yeah, I'm spanned. Don't we get back into like boots? Th- don't we get back to like eighty though on Saturday? I think so. Okay, but I, like in the morning on Thursday and Friday, though, I think it's supposed to be a little nippy. Mm. Let us enjoy it, daddy. Man. Daddy likey. It, was, it felt good when I walked out this morning. Like yeah, I said. man. Ooh. Oh, I loved. I loved old rainy, rainy, cool this weekend. I loved every minute. Of Me it. and Mr. Buddy were running circles in the yard. So anyway, <laughs> um, he gets fired when he gets cold. You'll look, he'll come by just as fast as he can go, just <laughs> lapping the house. It's wide open. It's <laughs> hilarious. Well, you know why? If I had a fur coat on, I'd be glad it was here too. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, you ain't joking. Bombas dot com slash bubba. Boy, I, I I love that. Now, if, if you're getting to the point, you know that you need some socks. Uh, let me just tell you something. These are the most comfortable socks you've ever worn. And as things are getting a little cooler, and a lot of you, it's it's it hasn't got a little cooler. It's got a lot of cooler. You know what I love about them—the way they squeeze your foot. Yes, you like that. Yes, you talk about that little cushion comfort, a little squeeze in the yeah. middle. I, I like the way the toes set up because sometimes my toe feels trapped oh, and I, I panic just a little bit. But anyway, <laughs> like the merino wool socks like have now been added to the Bombas line. All the all the styles you love about Bomba, but with the merino wool, you know that keeps your your feet dry all the time. Grown by Dan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dan Marino Wool. <laughs> well, that's what he's into now. But anyway, if you want to find out how to get yours, go to bombas.com slash Bubba. That gets you 20% off. And remember, when you're buying socks from Bombas, not only are you getting a tremendous pair of socks, uh, you're now donating a pair of socks to somebody in need. So uh, rickandbubba.com under the sponsors has that same link. All right, so a oh, uh, couple of stories. Greg, this one, uh, everybody in the audience for some reason wanted you to see this this weekend. Uh-oh. Uh, Bubba just mentioned the guy. You know, I was talking about that guy on the NFL, NFL channel in the middle of the day. Has some of the most oh, Rick. protruding, protruding. Ear. We got to watching that at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, the other yeah. Week. he does. He's got he's got some wings. Don't out heard there, me talk Rick. about him for it's years. Unbelievable. I've been trying to tell you all that they now there's Mr. Peepers. Now there is a Florida man's mugshot that has gone viral, and they're saying this guy. Holy moly! Look at these guys. Look like My catcher's mitts. Goodness. They really do. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, 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 I got those ears, and I'm going to get that haircut to go with it. <laughs> right. right. That's what I thought. I thought when you ha- when you have anything, you know, and certainly, I mean, yeah, I got to cover it up. I got all kinds of issues, too. I pin them babies back. That I try to downplay. Don't you try to downplay big ears? Not not bring them out Look to the whole that. wide world? Well, Rick, there's, there's, He'll a, blow off there's the a fairly easy fix for that. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not oh. a big deal. I think they can they do a little surgery and pin them uh, back. Now. Bubba, I'm going to have to walk out on a limb here. I doubt this guy can get that no. done. He's, no. he's, he's a criminal. He probably don't have it in his budget. Well, no. he paid for that haircut. He did that. They said they almost didn't catch him because he left the ground. <laughs> and uh, they got to running. And they, if I hadn't dove and grabbed his feet, he'd still be free he today. Was, he was trying to take would, you, would you rather have ears that size or big lips? Oh, I, I mean, I'm talking about big ones. Real big. I'm going big. ears. I'm like about those ears because I could do something. Like about I would do. I don't know. I think, I'm, I think I'm going lips. Big lips. Yeah, I'm, he's talking yeah. about like abnormally big. Yeah. Like that. Like that. Uh, do you have a comparison? Like somebody we can. Yeah. yeah. You got a picture you can show us. You talking about like plastic that? surgery I, going real bad? Yeah, you talking about collagen bad? Collagen gone bad? Lips? Those ears be hard to overcome though. They will. I don't think I want those ears. Big lip person. You got people with you know kind of big ears, but then you got like this guy and the guy we talked about earlier. Andrew. Everybody. The first thing, the yeah, NFL guy. The first thing yeah. they do when they look at uh, ten out of ten people first go, "Golly, look at them ears." I know it, Rick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that, picture Rick with those. That's uh, uh, I'm back to the ears now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, at least I put headphones on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Rick, why you wear earmuffs all the time? Yeah. Well, my ears are cold. I tell you, that, Rick's yeah. got some cold ears. Yeah, go. I just, I just always cold. That's, that's just not right. That's right not right. There. Mm-hmm. That but let me tell you what this guy in the Florida mugshot, and and a lot of you out there have kids. If your kids have ever watched Veggie Tales, uh-huh. his head looks like Larry Boy. I mean, Larry, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know that helmet that Larry Boy wears, and they have that has uh, on the side it has the the what is it toilet stopper thing? Plungers. 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 Yeah. I can't think of the name of it. Toilet stopper thing. I couldn't think of the name of a plunger. I couldn't find <laughs> plunger. My life depended on it. When there was just one. How about this? If they said you're going to the crocodiles, if you can't come up with plunger, I would have been in. Greg, what are you your know, rules on the eyes? Look, look at that. Be below. Look. Oh, Rick, that's him. Yeah. <laughs> if the <laughs> eyes are below, if the ears are below the eyes, but see his, that has nothing. Do y'all to do. think they are he was? I wanted that's why so they look low. But do, his do, are so big they can't get below his eyes. Like ears this big. Y'all would agree. That's flaps down. We're coming in for a landing. Yeah, that is. <laughs> yeah, he didn't like hit puberty in his ears. Get that big. So do you think do you when know? he when you when you think when he was born they oh when he gosh, had big you ears? Imagine? You think? What wow. would his nickname I, be? I've never seen group? many big ear babies. And if I think about it, right? Babies normally don't have big ears. And that's what I was thinking. I wonder but when your ears get big. Well, when you get older, they do, no yeah. doubt. Oh, well, like, I Maybe that. I'm thinking three, they start getting big. Maybe, but, yeah, but this guy's probably. not old. This guy's pretty young. Yeah. Right, but oh, I'm just saying. Is, no, he's I mean, got happen. He's like the ESPN guy. Yeah. God love that. They is. didn't grow. NFL. NFL. They it's NFL channel. Yeah. NFL channel. It's Andrew, NFL channel. You think Cicciano, they have a quota? Where they, yeah. and he's really good, He does too. a good job. He does a good yeah. job. But when they do that multi-screen where they've got four or five talking heads up there at one time, you go, I mean, it's just, you're like, hey, now. Come on, Adler. That's funny, Adler. It really is. That's what I'm thinking. No, what I'm saying is that guy on the NFL channel, I don't know if he's any good or not. I never hear a thing he says. It's hard to focus. Because I'm staring yeah. at his ears. I know. I mean, I hate to say that. But, like, he, in his case, he can See. get that pin back. He can get Yeah, Kurt Busch did. Yeah. You remember the race for Kurt Busch? He got his pin back. Straight up. Yeah. yeah. It's not that big a surgery. No, I think he did. It, it's, like, less evasive than Tonson's. How do you know so much about ear well, pinning? Well, I just back. know some people's had it done. They said they it's really? not a bad deal. You said less evasive than Tonson's. I mean, you went very specific. It's he, not that big. I mean, it's in and out. They, you know. But here's the deal. The side uh, view, oh, when you go. pin them back, though, the side view still got to be 
you know, straight ahead, I get it. But the side view, you got a little. Well, like I don't you got, think they're like oversized, are they? I mean, that, yeah, you're talking about the size of, of it. I just think they're going out. They're yeah. going out. Yeah. Yeah. These, these could be okay if we could get those wings. Yeah. Yeah. You know, fact, he looks, Greg, you know, he looks like and even looks like the character Mr. Peeper. Yeah, just yeah. like him. He, he looks like, just like Mr. Peeper. It's like his exactly. ears <laughs> have a tailgate extender. Yeah. Well, it's down on an airplane. They dumbed him down for a landing. They dumbed him down in that picture. His ears are bigger than that. They're distractingly big. His right one. Especially when you see him next to normal folks on that shot where all those the, the Mr. Peepers comes from his haircut too. Yeah, I'm going back to. Well, this is completely. Trash. I always do this. You know, y'all y'all been with me for years. I always go to the conference room. See there, there's Mr. Peepers. There's Mr. Peepers. He looks just like he looks just like the guy on, on the Vet Channel. It's That's the same awful. guy. It's the same guy. It really is. I mean, he looks a lot like him. Wow. Oh boy! By the way, can we get a split screen? You remember Mr. Peepers would tear out Apple up? <laughs> <laughs> Boy, just go nuts <laughs> on it. Hopping around. That was a really weird skit they it did. It is, but it was funny. Very strange skit. But I'm I'm Google Google. Hey, I would look for it every week. You know what? I go, I hope Peepers is I'm going to Google biggest human ears in the world. Oh, oh, look, come on, Speedy. Well, I just want to see if there's big, mm, bigger but, ones out there. Look, right there, there's the side-by-side. No. Guys, I'm telling you, it's, it, it, he looks just like Mr. Peepers. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> look, look, I mean, Helms? <laughs> but so I'm sitting at the conference room. Oh, I'm, I'm with, I'm with human put a re- in there, too? I'm, I'm with human resources. <laughs> From Star oh. Trek. And somebody says, how did you like the interviews today? We set up for some of our new anchors on the NFL channel. And I said, I tell you what, they were impressive. What'd you mm-hmm. think about this? What's his name? Andrew. What'd Andrew. you think about Andrew? Um, guys, yeah. I, I got some concerns. Andrew certainly knows his stuff, but so did some of the other people we interviewed. Am I the only one that's going to say it? I mean, are we? I know. I know. I'm not. I know we need to be politically correct. And I don't mean to be mean. Are, are we just ignoring these ears? Do you think anybody well, you will can't, hear? You can't give him an outside shot in a windy city. No. Do we? Do we really think? <laughs> he will sure? cover a hurricane, and, <laughs> and, and he can't cover the Chicago Bears. No. no. I mean, so I mean, are we really going to have a guy talking about football with ears like this? I mean, and everybody said there'll be a little gasp in the room. I said, no, no. Honestly, this is not just someone who. I mean, will anybody ever hear him break down his brilliance? Will they ever hear it? Because all every time I turn it on, he's talking, and here's what's in my head. Big ears, big ears, old yeah. big ears, yeah. big, 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 big ears. <laughs> That's all I hear, Mr. Peepers, Mr. Peepers. And he's just talking. He's carrying on. Oh, my goodness, look at those ears. I can't get that out of my head. Yeah. Is it a robot sound? When just you- like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What happens, see, I get rid of the voice that is just mine because I get home myself. Yeah. This is your inner robot, robot voice. My inner robot voice, he, it's like he won't listen. Right. You know what I mean? Inner robot won't listen to anything. <laughs> Didn't that guy that played him die? Big, big, big ears. And then sometimes it'll mix. Big, big, big ears. <laughs> big, back, big, big. Found the biggest ears, by the way, Adler. Oh, my God. He's got some. He yeah, does. Oh, he's an aerodactical. <laughs> what did he say? Did you just say an aerodactical? What, what is that? Whatever, a dinosaur. If he was a dinosaur. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> so Hamzy. Aerodactyl. Hamzy, can you? Can can you extra syllable in it? Can you can you hear him break down a game? It's tough. Yeah, it's can tough. you get through it? No, way I can Greg get can. through. I no. can get through it. Yes, but I do notice him. He and does I a do good think, job when we watch him. We see him on Monday. And there's up. I found big, some big, big ears. There's <laughs> times where real. I think this. Hey, they don't look as bad today. Check these you know ears out. Downplay that one. That ain't real. He's like a mouse, doesn't he? I got looks like a little mouse. So um, I don't know, but the, this mugshot guy, my goodness, that, no, the mugshot <laughs> guy takes it to a the new mugshot level. guy. I think his haircut added to it. Those are handlebars. 
Oh yeah, Rick, that's unbelievable. Those can't be real. You remember when we were kids, we had this Halloween costume with these big giant plastic ears. It looks like those. Yeah. Why did we have those? I don't know, but I put them on when I was a hobo. Oh yeah. Ah, a beard hobo. Look at the hair coming out of this guy. My ears are on bringing the mascara for my <laughs> fake beard. nasty right there. <laughs> Look at that. Then go get Daddy's blue jean jacket. Greg. <laughs> oh, that ain't real. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The great We're back. Ten minutes to the top of the hour. We're the Rick and Bubba Show. All ten lines available. Uh, we'll work somebody in there on the phones if we can get some final phones before we wrap up this hour uh, at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Golden ticket seats today. Well, let's say hello to Brian and Paula Maddox. Right there. Uh, Jessica and Steve Dyson. Right there. Uh, we got uh, Elizabeth and Amy Smith. Now they got the Rick and Bubba shirt on, just like they like it. And uh, making their way here from Talladega after watching the race. They got rained out yesterday. They'll go back and see the restart today. Rustin and Courtney Harvey right here on the old front row. Big Jimmy Johnson fans. They'll take home with them a Rick and Bubba double CD today. They'll also take home with them today a pound of delicious Buzz Box coffee. The best coffee in the world. 10% goes to the Bronner Burgess Memorial Fund. Thanks to all of you that already drink that. And, Bubba, uh, a number between one and eight. One and eight. What about uh, number four? Number four is Steve Dyson. Steve. 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 So you've got uh, yourself an American Express gift card from Dr. Dudney. Uh, that's fifty dollars for you to spend any way you want to. Dr. Uh-huh. D. So there we go. We go. <laughs> there we go. It's just another Dudney Monday. Oh. And I wish it wasn't. Yeah. Oh. That's my fun day. Yeah. I don't have to run day. <laughs> Didn't know I'd go that far with it. Um, Bubba, let me tell you how you don't want to. Let me tell you what you don't want to do. How about if you're Wayne Newton, you do not want to buy a gigantic house called Casa. Day Shenandoah and have you a ranch for seventy million and then sell it for five million. <laughs> that that is not the return you're looking for. Boo. I believe he lost on that he, one. Rick. He I'm lost, not a math genius. And he lost bad on that one. Seventy mil. Yep. It sits on more than thirty six acres of desert landscape and has a the legendary White House mansion along with six other homes. He he bought the property in nineteen sixty six and twenty thirteen. They were asking seventy million for it, and it sold now uh, for just under five million. Okay, so he probably, he didn't pay seventy million for it. It was just no, they a, were just at one saying, time it was that was the value, value was it, it, in twenty thirteen. Yeah. Wow, yeah, that, mm. Mm, mm, that's not the that's not the one you're you're looking for there. Mm. They went from seventy million to forty eight million to thirty million, and uh, and then it got way on down. Mm. You know what that tells you? That's what it's worth because well, that's what I saw somebody wants to pay for. And yeah. here's the thing: so you, you, you can call it all you want to call it. It yeah. says his family sold the property in 2010 amid bankruptcy. Yep. For 19.5. What do they mean by that? Uh, is that a is that the same property? I guess it is. Yeah. Let's see. Yep. Uh, a little extravagant there, Wayne. Yeah, so, yeah, it's a company bought two properties. Yeah, I, I guess they're just saying whoever bought it from whoever bought it in 2010 had to get rid of it at under five. So mm. it just kept devaluing as it went down. 
Is it the location? Do people just not like the location? I, could, I don't know. Look at Wayne sitting there like he likes it. Like in the he middle likes of it. it. <laughs> Do you think Wayne thinks he's got it going on right there? Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He liked it. Uh, Bubba, All when, about Vegas. when you know you got yeah. a problem, uh, we have uh, a convicted pedophile uh, has been busted. Uh, an undercover cop uh, was pretending to be a teenage girl, and this guy kept on pursuing and actually walked 351 miles to be arrested. <laughs> well, now, who would ever thought that guy would be into that? <laughs> and as Greg said, unfortunately, he looks exactly the way you think yeah, he Yeah, exactly. Right. If you had to draw a picture of someone. Yeah, mm-hmm. said uh, kept sending some, some photos that were not good and kept on pursuing, pursued for 351 miles. That's a long way. And faces 10 years to life in prison if convicted. Gracious. So he went 351 miles by foot mm-hmm. to an undercover policeman. Mm. Goodness, that uh, that is. Uh, he worked really hard to get thrown in jail. Well, mm-hmm. and you know what? That's got that's got to be a wake up call. That'll. I mean, if, if that's if that's not a wake up call, I don't know what is. <laughs> the uh, yeah, I don't know what world. Mm. Yeah, uh, Bubba, we have the the very strange Joker movie, and you know I keep hearing all these different reviews of of this, and uh, but undoubtedly it has uh, fifty five million. Uh, over the weekend, and um, so it, it. I guess the Take whole that total, it, yeah, yeah, a one hundred twenty-five mil total. Uh, I was hearing this was a controversial movie. I, I, I assume it is that it's very, very violent, and that some people are even leaving the movie. But it seems to continue to do well. You know, when it comes to Batman villains, I, I guess I'm a little shocked that the Joker has been the one that moved to the front uh, yeah. through all the movies and all that. I mean, when you're you're watching the series as a kid, the Joker was probably my least favorite. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't very exciting. No, you know, even in the in the, the well, it wasn't the cartoon, but you know, yeah, the series the, the that we grew show. up with, Adam West. Yeah, and, it, and the Joker was Caesar Romero. Uh, Romero yeah. Right. I, you're right. I didn't like him. Yeah, at all. I, I didn't think he was that, that big a deal. Well, I was much better a Burgess Meredith as the Penguin. The penguin. I, oh the, yeah, the Penguin was was more interesting. <laughs> I liked the Riddler. See, I thought yeah, the Riddler, Riddler was, was more pretty. Fun. I never was could good. figure his riddles out. No, what about? I don't like riddles, by the way. Mister Freeze, nothing there. Yeah, you know he didn't. He did, we didn't see him a lot. He was kind of, but you know Arnold did a good job with him. I thought, but yeah, the uh, you, you just didn't see him much. There it is. Mm-hmm. Catwoman, Catwoman. We saw sure. she was on there quite a bit. So yeah, you would she think. Was. You, you, the, the, I think you know what I think it is. I think it, it's such a twisted society that we live in. Mm-hmm. People love this whole. We're going to take the Joker because remember they went dark with Batman in general. So if you go dark with Batman, now you got to go darker with all the villains, right? And all the hype on this last one, the the controversy, yeah. You know how that long? I think that had a lot to do with it. Yeah, and they're all saying Joaquin Phoenix, the acting was in, incredible, and all that. Of course, yeah, I, I are you are you a little shocked? Will Smith didn't do better. I mean, they they were third with twenty million, which is not bad. Right, but here, I, I would have thought it would have cut in. Here, here, here's the thing that, that I got a quirk. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like movies where the actor is, is two people. I don't either. Eh? Mm-hmm. And you know, and he's fighting himself. And he's the same person. Yeah, he's fighting. He's fighting himself the whole movie. Yeah, but it's, it's an older and younger. One. It doesn't. It doesn't. They made. I, I want to see it, but it doesn't interest me at all. They made oh, a. Clone. I want to see it. They I made a clone it. of him. That's the only thing you defeat him is him. Yeah. yeah. And so he has to fight himself. I just don't know that I want to <laughs> oh, watch that. Oh my mm. goodness, Adler. Um, hey Adler. Just because we have to report the facts here, I needed to clarify that Arnold Schwarzenegger did not do good as Mr. Freeze in <laughs> you that movie. You didn't like that. 
I'm just I'm kind of just messing around, but it was bad, guys. That movie is the corniest of all the Batman oh, movies. Uh, he's as like, if none of he's, he's like cool out. <laughs> Take a chill pill, you know. And he's like, <laughs> did, you, did you see the, the original character? Yeah. Everything he spoke in had to do with cold and being froze. But Arnold doing <laughs> Arnold cool out. Yes, <laughs> cool out, cool out. Have a have a freezy day, you know. It's just like yeah. it's terrible. Yeah. Have you gone to see the Joker yet? I have not seen Joker, but I, I'll fall on the sword and go if you guys really want, you know, really want me to. You need to give a report. All right, I'll do it. So Heath Ledger getting on drugs, trying to do all this, is that not a wake-up call to everybody? I mean, <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, it's as if Joaquin Phoenix Joaquin wasn't weird enough. 50-something pounds. Not that yeah. he's overweight. He just wanted to look real skinny, they said. Yeah. So anyway. so it's uh, But I'm like you. I kind of thought we needed to draw the line at Jack Nicholson as the Joker. Yeah, it was pretty good. And yeah. we're like, okay, we've gotten funny enough with it. We've gotten edgy enough with it. Mm-hmm. We're good right here. But oh, no. Then we got to get into Dark Knight and Dark this and Dark that. Yeah, oh you know. Yeah. Don't forget Tommy Lee Jones's Two Face. I forgot all about that. Oh, wow. That was pretty good. Yeah. Was it? I can't I remember. It Did we like it? I, I don't like remember. anything Tommy Lee. Yeah, Jones. me too. If he was in it, I guess I was probably good with it. Even though he was Al Gore's oh. roommate, I look over that. Yeah. Give him a pass. <laughs> oh, Two Face. <laughs> There's Arnold. There's Arnold's Mister Freeze. <laughs> If you're leaving us today, uh, man, we'll talk to you tomorrow, Lord willing. If you got more Rick and Bubba on the schedule today, we'll be right back. Get all the information at Rick and Bubba. Spell out the word in.com. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.